Jay is announcing he's leaving the podcast and is going to become a full-time Zoom DJ. I Thank you am... for your service here, but I can see you need to Thank spread you. your wings and fly. Hello, Myrtles. Mm. Welcome to Sports, the podcast that... Do you not like that? <laughs> I do. podcast that ends with a question mark but starts with a question. Very big question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Jay, this is Nathan from Colorado. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. What's your, what would be your ideal basketball starting five made of Disney princesses? I know they have kind of exactly the same proportions and everything, but <laughs> you guys can get creative. You're pretty creative people. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. First of all, Nathan, very, uh, love you. Mean it. Second of all, very <laughs> specific saying that they have the same proportions and everything uh third of all this question was engineered in a lab for ashley my oh. goodness uh i'm gonna let you set the parameters ash because i know you have very specific rules about what qualifies as a disney princess and what does not well it's not me there's an official list of 12 sure. disney princesses um good news i have them all written down so i'll just fly through those for you guys um in no. chronological order the disney princesses are snow white cinderella Aurora from Sleeping Beauty, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana from The Princess and the Frog, Rapunzel from Tangled, Merida from Brave, and Moana. Okay. Uh, Rather than just pick our own five, which I think will take a million years, we should probably just talk through and come up with our ideal starting five. I agree with that wholeheartedly. What were you going to say, Jay? Oh, I... First of all, hi Agador. Is um, your stomach okay, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That's a that's a French bulldog. Um, if you had asked, like, I think it, what's Snow White's name is a really interesting trivia question because I would not have known Aurora. Aurora, Aurora is not Snow White. Is that's not Sleeping Snow Beauty. White. That's Sleeping Beauty. That's what pretty I meant. disrespectful. I'm doing fine. Um, How are you guys? <laughs> good. Would have known Aurora, but we're just crazy yeah, people. Definitely knew Aurora. Uh, I think you gotta eliminate Aurora while we're talking about her because mm. she just sleeps. Mm. And she I don't, does. I don't think we need that in our starting. <laughs> you do. Five. You do want to have a sleeper on your starting five, <laughs> right? But so. not, not that. I think on your bench, Jay. Pick. Not the sleeper pick we're going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't okay. think she'd bring anything to the locker room. <laughs> I, I just think she'd be a snooze fest. So yeah, we'll okay. get rid of her. Um, I think we could also get rid of Ariel. You know, she's a lot better in the water. And then when she gets on land, she's pretty wobbly on those legs. Not, you're not terribly oh, man, athletic. I, I, I know that hurts for you, Katie. It does hurt me. I'm thinking through trying to find a reason why we wouldn't eliminate her. I mean, mm. she's got gas, gasmos and giz, she's got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Yep. Yeah. Who's it's and what's it's, what's it's galore. galore. Yeah. If you wanted thingamabobs, she has 20. Yeah. So she sounds like the stadium vendor. Okay. Yeah. So gizmos, gadgets. Get the gizmos and gadgets. All right. Fine. We will eliminate Ariel, though I love you so. Um, she go. Belle would probably make a great coach. Hmm. She's hmm. always reading. She's yep. very studious. Uh, but I don't know that she's going to be great on the court. Yeah. She's, she's more of a bookworm, you know? Yeah. She's a nerd. And yeah. we love a nerd. Love a nerd. Uh, How's that for data? What, wasn't that the what yeah. they said that? Yeah. Wasn't that Fizdale? Yeah. Uh, but I don't think she's going to be a problem on the court. I think obvious first choices: Mulan, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge. Is Definitely you know she went undercover as a boy and was a, a soldier and like saved all of the country. Correct. Yes, all of. China. I watched it. All of China, which you know, famously pretty big. Um, I think that uh, Merida also is known for her athletic prowess. Correct? She's a, a an archer. She's an archer. Yeah, I'm. I don't know that she's like. She'll probably make the top five, but I feel like there's stronger contenders than Merida. Well, why don't you? You can toss out a name. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Moana as the next one. Okay. I don't know mm. if you guys have had the opportunity to see that film. If you haven't, good news, I've seen it 700 times, so I ah. can speak to it. Um, I have not seen it. You I've haven't seen, seen it? it? I loved it, but this feels like a great opportunity to play Ashley's favorite game. What's up? Describe a movie. No, that only works. <laughs> it only works if she hasn't seen it. No, it also works if I have seen it. Because <laughs> I'm really just bad at describing them. That's Jay. That's I saw so somebody. Let's oh. just just take a minute and just just give us a quick overview of Moana. Uh, all right, uh, Moana lives in uh, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the chief. Quick daughter. overview. <laughs> she's a chief's daughter. She's uh, she always wants to go out on the ocean, but her dad doesn't want her to. It's not safe. Mm, but there's opposite some, of Ariel. Yeah, exactly. So there's some some natural problems happening. Um, I'm so bad at this, and she thinks she has to like save um, her her tribe and like her island by getting. Oh God damn it! I'm so bad at this. By getting, How are you? Are he Jay got in your head? I know. You no, this? I'm just. I my brain goes so many different directions. I have like, oh, I should thread that in, and this is important. You should know it's just not. the, the tree tops. She's, she's got to go. She's got to restore the heart of Tefiti. Um, and to do that, she's got to find a demigod whose name is Maui, who's, who's played by, uh, The Rock. So she's got to go, she's got to take this little tiny stone. That is a great, great shirt that you happen to be wearing. She's going to take this, she's got to go find, uh, she's got to go find The Rock, bring this little stone, and then they got to like go on a bunch of adventures to put it back where it's, where it belongs because, um, (laughs) Maui stole it from where it was supposed, where it was. And so they got to problems happening since he stole it so anyway so they've got to go get it and put it back so that they can like restore the natural order of things um here's what you need to know she's she's aggressive she's brave she's Mm. athletic she climbs this giant um rock wall to get to the realm of monsters and like Mm -hmm. very clever it's like tricksy so she's she's got the athleticism Um, all right and she's also got the the smarts for it. Go see Moana. Okay, good really pitch. Good. Um, Super good. It, was, it wasn't bad. Well, you got interrupted <laughs> by a cute dog. Oh, thank God. Uh, Hi. Yeah, Jay, we can't get into that yet. We're not in friendly banter. Sorry. He's Moana. So we have Mulan and Moana are on our team. We need three more. Yep. And Merida, um, right? Well, well Ashley's on the, on the fence. Even though oh. Ashley mentioned that Moana was brave, and I would argue that's. That's the name important. of Merida's film. Yeah, um, but archery, I don't know, comes in as much handy as... Well, here's the other thing. You do need, a, like, a, a good big three with, like, a good nickname. And, they, you know, Moana, Mulan, and Merida, strong M sounds. Feels like they could be You, you would call our big three strong M sounds? Yeah, I thought no, you were going to make, like, a brave tie-in. Like, no, they're, they're good. 
Mm-mm. Like, mm. mm-mm, they're not going to let you up in here. Oh, they're going to shut you I, down. For that reason, now I don't want to put Merida on the team. <laughs> um, let's talk Princess and the Frog, Ashley. I haven't seen it. Mm. She, uh, she is a pastry <laughs> chef in New Orleans. Uh, and uh, tw- Twist also gets turned into a frog. So I, she's got a lot of, she's very driven. She's got hops. To, yeah, but I, but she, she got hops. I don't think the frog <laughs> version of her is what we'd be getting. It's kind of unclear. Um, okay. I'm, I don't. You can train that. She's, she's very good chef. So I don't know that she's necessarily bringing okay. the athleticism we need. I feel like we How could about- probably get rid of some people easier. Like Snow White and Cinderella could probably both. Well, go. Snow White, let me hear me out. Yeah. Team player. She works well with a team. She's a great leader of a team. Problem is, she's bigger. She's better with the smaller folks. Yeah. So a basketball team uh, of of similarly sized people might not be for her. Mm-hmm. She's she's a lot better around shorter folk. Uh, seven yeah. of them, namely, as yeah. opposed to four. which. What are so, their names actually? Uh, uh, sleepy, sneezy, mm-hmm. um, grumpy, uh, uh, dopey. Was there a mopey? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Dopey. Uh, doc. Nope. Yeah. Um, boozy. <laughs> and uh, bad and bougie. Are yeah. you? Who? Who are these two? Ha- happy. Happy. And and, uh, and dope. Bashful. Bashful. Well, it doesn't. It's not opie. I, well, neither is doc. But you still got. Yeah, him. but doc. You always remember doc. All right. Well, anyway, those seven. Glad we named them. Let's get rid of Snow White. Okay. Um, and then, so Cinderella is interesting because she has a uniquely sized foot, which I think NBA players <laughs> could relate to. You know, if you could get every, like, the fact that she is just like a seven, which is average, Ashley, for seven a woman's small, foot think. size, seven, seven and a half, eight. Um, Sorry, we can't all be 13s like you. I'm it is, eight. It's crazy to think that the entire <laughs> premise of the film is based around the fact that, like, she wasn't off the rack, regular, average-sized foot, and the shoe only fit her. Um, if you've ever been to a DSW, you know that that's not often the case. We mostly fit into the same shoes. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I don't know that Cinderella's bringing anything to the table in terms of a, of a starting five. Yeah. Well, you know, she does have good work ethic. You know, yeah, she had that's to be, true. She was she was that's constantly true. working. She as, can deal with kid. with difficult situations. Yeah, difficult personalities. Um, she knows how to manage those, which is important. But after a certain hour, she's useless. You know, that's if the game true. Runs late for playing a, a West Coast that's game. True. I feel but like we're gonna everyone does love a Cinderella team in the NBA. Well, so. mostly in Mo- mostly college. NCAA, but yeah. it, you know, you know, sports are. We'll do the sports stuff. Um, yeah, I'll just say stuff. What, what about Pocahontas? Pocahontas is great. She's one of my favorites. Better certainly. outdoors. That's true. All of That's her friends true. are outdoors. It might be tough to get the otter to come inside to root for her. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And the tortoise. Mm-hmm. But you know what? She's she's running a lot. She's got that conditioning for mm-hmm. sure that I think mm-hmm. would help. Uh, we We haven't seen a ton of her, her vert, but we have seen her jump off that big, like, rock ledge into the water down that big yeah. waterfall. So she, we know she's got, you know, some horizontal jumping right. ability, climbing, climbing trees, climbing stuff, trees. Also, you know, she's just an independent woman. Yeah. She's got, you know, she's probably got good, uh, grip strength, you know, cause she's 
paddling her canoe around the river bend a lot. She always chooses the rapids. Just around it. Yeah, just around it. She's not choosing the smoothest course. You know what mm. I mean? So like. Right. Okay. What about Jasmine? Hmm. Real cute. Yes. Yeah. Very cute. I don't think we, uh, I think that was before, uh, Disney movies got woke enough to know they had to write a, a personality, really, for the princesses. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much about Jasmine. I, all I remember is that she was not a prize to be won. Ah. That's true. The live action, the, the live action one gave her a little bit more meat on the bone. Yeah. Um, what was that meat, if you had to sum it up? <laughs> she, uh, she wanted to rule as, Sultan. Like, she was very knowledgeable about mm. ruling stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. So, there was that. Good. I don't know that Jasmine's bringing it a ton. Um, I think I'm, I would like to make the case for Rapunzel from Tangled. Let's hear it. Because uh, that hair, to me, is going to just become a problem. Well, the hair. Have, have you had the the honor to watch I haven't, but Tangled? I have <laughs> to ask you to... <laughs> To, uh, I don't. I don't have to sum it up. I don't have to okay. sum it up. But what you do need to know is that she uses her hair as like stuff. It yeah, like as yeah. a character. Like she uses it to get places, to grab things. So it's like, almost like a twofer. Yeah, it really. If you bring that hair into the mix, you've got she could dunk a with huge it. Huge hair could be absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also explains why it's tangled. Yeah, I mean, you could wrap people up on defense. Like well, it's, it feels ooh, like nice. it probably probably be a foul flagrant well, no, i think we'd have to figure it out you know yeah. but i really i feel pretty strongly about about all right rapunzel. let's put rapunzel in so we got mulan rapunzel moana for sure we need two more i think based on the discussion we go pocahontas and merida i feel good about that i'm in okay so our starting five nathan um is pocahontas mulan rapunzel merida and moana what a what a great we did it we did. <laughs> Sorry to Ariel. Please don't be mad. She'll get over it. She wants to be part of this world. Yeah, but not that world. She just wants to be where Eric is. Not what she, she cares about. If she could dunk out of these part waters. Of this league. Um. All right. That's the question for the. There it is. Uh. If you want to <laughs> leave up a voicemail. I don't know. It's eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Hi. Hi. How's how everybody doing? How how is quarantine week seventy five? It's long. Mm. It's been a long time. It's that crazy that today just, is the I'd first s- day of the week. Oh, what? Yeah, I guess. Oh, it's so the first it's day of the week. Today is yeah. the first day of the week because mm. yesterday was a holiday. Yeah, it is crazy. I I don't acknowledge weeks anymore. I don't subscribe to that. I don't know what the day is. Cool. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Neat. That question what just made me is. really happy. I had so oh, much good. fun talking about that. Oh, I'm glad. And it's that nice to see happy. your guys' faces. Your faces are cute. Yay. Your faces are cute. Jay, what's the update? Where are you at? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in Massachusetts. Oh, what a I'm state. I'm here amongst the, the Patriots fans. Mm, uh, where are you? I'm in Nantucket. Okay. That's your <laughs> vacationing folk. <laughs> Uh, Your internet yeah. looks better. My internet is so good here. Oh, good. Oh, and I have a, my own little office space that I can sit in. It looks in, like a porch. Nice. No, this is a room. Oh. It's a room. There's Give a her a tour. There. Um, yeah, spin it around. I don't want to do a little spin. Well, there's like, there's some oh, stuff. Oh, Jay. And then here's, 
a couch. Cool. And over here on this side, there's some nautically themed situations. I felt like there was a whale over the closet, maybe. There's a whale. There's actually two whales. I mean, there has Um, to be. Two whales. Wow. Yeah. So a life of luxury. Is that not the room you sleep in? No, this is God, imagine having rooms, Ashley. No, I can't. This is actually a room above the garage that they converted. Imagine having a garage, Ashley. (laughs) Yeah, this hair. Um, But I came up here yesterday to stay with two of my other very good friends, Jamie and Zeke, who are the parents of Agador, who you just saw. Yeah. And a very adorable one-year-old baby named Poppy, who I'm hanging with a lot. And it's very different than when you're living with your 30-year-old friends in a house. Mm -hmm. She's going to learn that baby quarantine life. Man. 6.30 today. Ooh. AM. I yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what are you part are you doing the baby duties? Are you like No, okay. it's just once a child is awake in a home. Everyone's well, awake in that home. home does sound home. rather spacious. I buy that argument in Ashley's home. Um, <laughs> your home sounds like you could be in the other quarters and not hear the baby. If I was in here, I would probably be okay. Okay. But there's no bed in here, just that couch. Right. I, um, how many weeks till Jay's sleeping on that couch? I'm going to give it like weeks? a day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a couple days probably. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Congratulations. You seem happy and, Thank of you. course, still tan. Yep. So yes. that's, that's cool. probably Jay's not going to change, huh? Jay's just taking a beach house tour of America. <laughs> yeah. I Must am stuck nice. in an apartment. Yeah, you got a lot going on this week, huh? Yeah, the um, ESPNW Summit last year, they started doing a New York version because it happens every year in LA or the West Coast. Um, and so this year, we're doing it from New York, but it's all. Um, obviously like teleconference or whatever. And, uh, they're like running it through Bristol technical stuff. And so it's like taking a lot of time to get it set up and has also made me feel incredibly awful about the amount of decoration of my house that I've done. Cause they're like, just set up in front of a bookcase. I'm like, I don't, not everybody has just like an entire wall of their house as a bookcase. Yeah. I certainly don't. So like I have pictures, <laughs> but then those are like reflected in the, they show the lights so you can't use those. So I had to get a thing set up and I like moved a bunch of stuff around to get this section of the room set up. And they were like, are you going to set that part up? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I sure will. Uh, so I'm going to try to make do. But if you guys want to sign up, I don't know if they're still doing signups, but it's free. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people have signed up. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing cool. a panel with uh, Mina Kimes and Sarah Spain. And uh not really sure what we're going to talk about, but... You know, with those two, we'll make it work. And it'll be fun. In general, it's a pretty cool event, and I would recommend everybody do it. I mean, what else are you doing? You get to hang out with uh, with us and see <laughs> what I pull together in my apartment. Oh, can I show you what I did uh, yesterday? Of course. Yes. Okay. Is that my kid that's screaming? Can you hear that? Yeah. Can you hear the, like, lawnmower? Yep. <laughs> I don't, this it's been silent the entire day and then as soon as we started recording it's just like boop what oh this lawnmower that's apparently outside oh. my window now whoa oh State Building. that's really cool with the little cabs on the bottom that's, that's really amazing. cool isn't that neat what is it is it like a 3d puzzle it's legos oh my that's- gosh Awesome. Yeah. Super dope. Which goes along with, uh, I also did dinosaurs. Um, so I have a T-Rex, but his head fell off. 
because I was trying to put him up on a shelf and it fell, which was a terrible moment. Uh, and a, a pterodactyl, one of the flying ones, and a brontosaurus. But I don't remember where I put that one. Yeah. Oh, I can grab it. It's right there. Mm. <laughs> I mean, not to be a stickler, but I, I'm pretty sure they're brachiosaurus, not brontosaurus anymore. But we don't have to tell her that. Oh, Whoa! man. That looks awesome. Right? It's pretty sweet. Um, so I've been building Legos. They're pretty cool. It like moves and stuff. Can like move its tail. Oh, I broke it, but you know, <laughs> it does move if you're paying attention to it and doing it properly. But I've been building some Legos. I got a Statue of Liberty I gotta build next. That's uh, cool. I feel like I've said this before in various ways in this podcast, but it's, um, very calming for my brain to be given instructions and told to follow them. Uh, so that was, that's been helping me. Hmm. Also, I just seem like a child now because I have a house full of Legos. But... No, you don't. No, you... I mean, well, yeah, maybe that. But like, I thought you were gonna say like you seem like a child because you like it. And yeah, it's I just was like, gonna it, say it's it, really cool. It's funny because I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this must be true for everyone. And watching Dan's reaction to this calming me has been fascinating because he's like, that would freak me out. All the pieces look the same. You just dump <laughs> these bags and you just spend all day looking for pieces. And I'm like, yeah, but then when I find it. And it clicks into place. I'm like, I did it. Uh-huh. I love it. Love it. I wish it had more. If Their instructions aren't as clear. Um, mm. You yeah, got to go uh, solder, solder, S-A-U-D-E-R. Great instructions. Hugely recommend for build your own furniture. Okay. It's great. Oh, this thing right behind me. That's yeah. I built that. That's sour. Yeah, sour. there's something so about, like, making stuff with my hands that I'm like, I did, I made, I touched stuff and built a thing that I can now show people. So I read, um, I read an article by a psychologist about people who are trying to compensate, deal with this quarantine stuff. Mm-hmm. And she talked about, um, flow activities and, like, people who can find flow and what that essentially means is like where you focus all of your attention on something and get so absorbed in whatever this project is that you're working on that like you kind of zone out and forget yeah. everything else. So like a lot of times if you're like, if it's a work thing, it would be like writing a monologue for you or like Jay, if you're like editing a video, it's like you're zoned in. Um, and they, they studied a bunch of people who, had or a couple months ahead of us in China that have gone through it. And like the people who were um, dealing the best with the quarantine were people who had these flow activities and like not work related. There'd be like other people are finding this pleasure in either like cooking or like puzzles or they didn't say Legos, but like, that's exactly what it is. Like something mm. that totally absorbs your brain to the point where you're like making progress on a project, but you're not thinking about anything else. Like that's what's helping people. I, there's a C word that I I'm concentration cope. Cope. cope cope. That's what that's what's helping people like cope with this really well. Yeah. And so like working parents or people who are in relationships whose you know spouses are doing other things, like it, your flow is constantly getting disrupted, mm. and so you can't ever. Yeah, focus Myrtle's on a something. big flow disruptor. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Well, she'll and be so like, I just, see you're doing something. I need to go out. And you're yeah. like, you don't. I just took you out. And she does all the things that you're like, oh, she's not lying. She has to go out. And then you go out and you realize she was lying. So mm. that's fun. She's mm. fun. She's fun like that. So, yeah, I think Legos <laughs> give you flow. That's nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, and also just like it's thousands of pieces. I think that one was like upwards of twelve hundred pieces. So it was like that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I don't know. It was nice. I also built a Quinjet. <laughs> that's cool. I think did you put that one on Instagram? I think I saw that one. I put awesome. the box on Instagram. I didn't put the finished product because no picture really made it look all that cool. Because you can't frame it up without capturing some of my messy apartment. I wish cleaning was my flow activity. Mm. I wish that gave me flow. Nah. Um. But yeah, I think because my ADD, it's hard to get flow. Uh, but it, this has been helpful, and they've been fun. And I actually got uh, Dan to help me with the Empire State Building, which was nice. That's cool. He was like, "All right, let's do it." It's like, "Oh my god, okay." I think he hated it, but it was nice of him to try. <laughs> Steve me. just got Legos for Austin and got like a shark and like other sea creatures and like was mm. putting it together. And I've never, I've never done Legos, and I was looking at it. And I'm like, that seems. Awesome. It's I so would awesome. like to partake in that. It was a couple I mean, years it was, ago. I was, it was that like a Christmas for uh, my ex-boyfriend. I was like at their family Christmas and they have a, a small kid, a boy, and he was building something and he was like, can someone help me? And I was like, I'll do it. And I started building them with him and I was like, he got up and was like, I want to go do something else. And I was like, no, let's do this. <laughs> We're making real progress on this. This is awesome. Yeah. He was like, all right, lady, I want to go do something else. And so that's why when I was trying to, after I finished that big puzzle I did, it a thousand piece puzzle of Fenway Park. Um, which was impossible, but finished. Um, I was like, all right, I'll buy some Legos. I think I always thought Legos were like the blocks, just like the two by four blocks. Yeah. And I didn't realize like how intricate and how cool they could be. Yeah. They make crazy their movement. Now. It's like the shark is, can like, gosh, what's that word where it's like vacillate? Yeah. Like, it, thank you, Jay. It can cope, it can cope with the movement that's required right. of it. Yeah. But it's like, like the fins, the jaws open and like it can like, it looks like it's swimming, like it can rotate, like not abruptly. It's not like 90, 90. It's like very flowy. Yeah. Nice uh, and flowy. It's I would really recommend if you're cool. going to, I recommend doing Legos, but, uh, research the, like look at the specs on them before you buy them. Cause I almost bought a New York City, uh, like cityscape. But then when I looked at it, like, specifications on Amazon, it was like 15 pieces. And I was like, oh, this is just going to be like, click yeah. that building into place, put that building into, like, I want to build it. Yeah. Um, so like the, the big piece ones are, are, I mean, the other ones might look cooler, but these are real, they, you feel like an accomplishment. That's really cool. The worst is when you realize halfway through that you used the wrong piece somewhere else and you need to undo and, but I haven't run into that problem too far, too much so far, too far cope. Um, so yeah, I did some Legos. That's awesome. Ash, any update on anything in your life that isn't mental health update? Cause we'll do that next. Um, we're, we're making progress on a home. I don't Oh talk, yeah. Oh, I don't want the first thing I asked you. I don't want to talk about it too much because there's a lot of moving pieces and I am superstitious mm-hmm. and like until we close okay. and I have the keys, things could go wrong. But we're making progress and we have a tentative, like, move out date and all kinds of stuff. So stay tuned. And it would be in a couple weeks. Like, we have a couple weeks. Yeah. And, like, right now closing is scheduled for, like, a month from now. You don't have to say it? Okay. So, I don't want to jinx it. That's It's scheduled. Who knows if it'll happen. You know what I mean? I hope not. Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> a fun thing I learned. I learned the hard way is that in New Jersey, closing dates, not set in stone. Yeah. So I moved out of my apartment. Uh, my move-in closing date was the day that Garbage Time launched. And uh, and then they were like, we bumped it back two weeks. So I was like, ah, what? <laughs> so we had to move into a hotel 
and live out of that while I launched my first very own television show. Man. It was very stressful. And my very much ex-boyfriend uh, at the time thought it was so funny that uh, on move-in day, when we did finally get the place, uh, that he would send me a prank that um, they had smashed my television. So he sent me a picture of a smashed TV in a parking lot at what looked exactly like our storage place and was like, everything's fine, but they smashed the TV. And I was like, everything's not fine. He's like, well, I told them to move everything back into the storage space and we'd get a different moving company. I was like, we need to move right now. You can't do that. They have to move our stuff. Oh my God, that's he not thought a funny it was so funny. And then when I showed up at our new home that I had paid for, uh, when I got back from work, I immediately took a suitcase and put the stuff he had unpacked into it and put it out into the hallway <laughs> and was like, find somewhere to stay tonight. Cause it's not here. <laughs> <sighs> It was fun. healthy. Yeah, yeah, we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we broke up. I still live here, though. Uh, so anyway, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, mental health update. Jay, how we doing? You seem happier. I'm, I'm good. I'm riding high off of um, this weekend's activities. And yeah, should we just talk about that now? Because I want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk about it in friendly banter. It's like a whole thing. We're going to talk about DJ Magic the Gathering the Gathering. I, um, I, yes, I feel good. I got, I went home. I was at home for four nights and it was really nice to see my things and like visit with my shirts and pants that I don't wear anymore. And, um, I walked around in Brooklyn on Sunday and like, with a mask, was, with a mask and was really pleasantly surprised to see that many people were like, I would say like 95% of people were also wearing masks and like being socially distant, like conscious. And it was a beautiful day outside. Um, and that was really nice. Um, but I had already planned to come up here, uh, yesterday on Monday. So how'd you get there? I was like, kind of, um, we drove. We, I, two of my friends who I was with in Virginia were driving up here. Um, they, one of them also has a home here. And so they were coming Man. to live there for the summer. Um, and I had talked to my friends. They're just going to summer here. in Nantucket. I mean, my God, well, you've got friends with houses. Yes. That's what everyone who I have talked to is like, how did you manage to have all these friends with all these houses and it's totally like honestly totally random mm, it's not random but like you got to apply to be jay's friend and you have to list all your vacation <laughs> homes and no it's anyhow, they were coming up and they were and i had talked to jamie about you know she was like you should definitely come and stay at the house with lots of room etc and so i rode up with them we drove a car onto a ferry we never left the car so like we were completely separated from all people the whole time um, we were in the hull of this giant ship for two hours in this car, which was that's weird. A, re- a really funny game I had never played before. Um, and Julie, who's like the most like meek, quiet person, she, when she was suggesting the game, she's like, "Okay, it's called the masturbation game." And I was like, "I'm sorry, what now?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, but it's not bad. It's you have to say like." All right, so it's like um, drinking water while masturbating, and the answer, and then everybody else in the car has to try to think of it, and the answer is hydration masturbation. And so you're just trying to think of a word that ends in Asian and rhymes with masturbation is mm. the game. That's and inappropriate. We started playing it. I was like a little suspect at first, and it actually was really fun, and we did it for like 95 minutes. So. Oh, wow. wow. You played yeah. that game the whole ride. Yeah, pretty much. That's really um, a long-duration masturbation. Wow, long-duration. Ashley, you win. <laughs> you win the yes. game. 
so good. And the game anyway, is over now. So we got here last night and uh got up at six this morning. I'm riding high on my fifth fifth coffee or so. Okay. And I'm gonna crash later, but I feel good. I'm I'm feeling upbeat this week. All right, Ashley, mental health update. I'm okay. I feel like I've, you know, we've gotten some good news recently, so we're, that's good. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna go see, I'm gonna go meet my niece this weekend. Um, cause my sister will be, you know, she's two weeks removed from the hospital today, so she's not worried about contaminating me. Um, so I'm really excited to go see her. This whole little baby. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, it does kind of feel a little bit like time is an endless (laughs) circle that just slogs and there's nothing to look forward to. Like I realized, uh, my air quotes vacation to Hawaii has come and gone. Like we were supposed to go. My calendar the other day said, uh. Vacation question mark because I remember you saying you always say you're gonna take vacation and you never do so put in your calendar right now that this is the week you should t- and it was like I think it was this week or last week or something and I was like yeah huh well there goes that yeah and that's you know that's it, I would say I haven't had too many low lows over the course of the last week it's just a general slug but like you know the weather's nice yeah the weather has been really nice so there's that. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I was, I had a bad, this was a bad weekend. I, um, Friday or Saturday, I don't remember, probably Saturday, uh, I just couldn't get out of bed. So I didn't. Um, and it wasn't really brought on by anything. There wasn't like a thing that happened. There wasn't bad news. It was just like, I woke up, I think it was rainy, which helped mm-hmm. me just mm-hmm. my body be like, no. And, like, uh, Dan and I do a thing where we'll alternate who, like, wakes up in the morning with the dog and that person will come out, like, walk the dog and feed her and then I'll come out usually because he does mornings and then I'll, I'll come out with the dog and then he'll go back to sleep. Um, or if I come out, he'll come out and then I'll go shower. Crazy, I know. Um, mm-hmm. but that day, like, he woke up with the dog and then I just didn't get out of bed. And so I stayed in bed for all of Saturday and, <laughs> Like, watched Law and Order SVU because it was like a marathon, but I didn't really watch it. I just kind of laid there and like didn't have my phone. I turned my phones off and it just was like, I just like felt it, you know? Like, I just let myself feel it and went to a bunch of bad places in my head. And then Sunday was like half in bed, half on the couch. Um, and today is what, Tuesday? So I'm like, I'm out of it now. I got out of it yesterday. And, like, answered all the texts I hadn't answered over the weekend because I felt bad. Because Ashley said something really funny that I was, like, would have made me laugh, but I just wasn't (laughs) in the mood. Mm. Um, So I'm coming out the other side of it. But it was, like, I don't know. It wasn't really brought on by anything. So I don't know if there's anybody out there listening to this that's, like, everything's kind of okay right now. Why do I just feel like, you know, being absolutely miserable and crying all day? It's, like, just, I don't know. I feel it too. I don't know the answer. It's, I'm not going to say it's good, but it's, you're not alone. Um, so don't be, don't feel, cause I know one of the things I felt when I was in bed was like, everybody's going through something right now. Why am I doing this? Like, why can't I just suck it up and get out of bed? Um, but I couldn't. And so that is what it was. So you don't have to feel, you don't have to feel badly about that. 
It's tough because you feel bad about everything. Like my whole my if it was physical, like my whole body hurt. Yeah. And like I haven't been working out. Shocking, I never do, but like there was no reason for me to be sore, but like my whole body was just sore and I felt everything was my fault and everything was bad and like I just went to a really bad place. So then instead of like reading stuff and trying to go on with my life and getting bogged down by it, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to let this weekend, I'm going to let depression have the weekend. And then I'm going to go back to my life. Like I'm going to give it more time than it deserves instead of trying to push it down and it keeps bubbling up. So I'm just going to give it the weekend until I get sick of being sad and then I'll climb out. So uh, I have busy week this week. So that'll keep me not, you know, able to slide back into it but i really do think like spending the weekend just upset and sad um and like lonely which it isn't a a, like a mark on anybody i'm staying with like it wasn't anybody's fault i just felt like isolated which obviously we are but it was just really heavy this weekend which leads me to um i missed your dj night and i was so bummed because i really wanted to see it and be there and support you. And so, Jay, as a friend, I'm sorry that I wasn't there. That's okay. But I can't wait to hear uh, all about it. Yeah. Which um, we're going to talk about na- today on the seems podcast. Like, like a good time. <laughs> well, you know, first we have to let everybody know what's coming because the podcast hasn't started yeah. yet. So today on the podcast, <laughs> we're going to catch up on random stuff. I got a book report. I got to deliver. Um, Jay is going to tell us about his DJ party. Uh we got challenge updates, right? Other stuff we got to get to. And then also just an update on where every sport is on coming back. I know the NHL is like, as we speak, making some sort of announcement. So hopefully fact finder Jay can figure out what was said and we can update you on that. But I know that is my job here. Sometimes I get these random updates and I'm like, I wish somebody would just run through every sport and where we're at. Um, so we're going to do that and try to give you that. If that doesn't interest you, that's all right. But it's, you know, we do have to say we're kind of sportsy. Sports so stuff. We do have to say sports <laughs> stuff every now and then. Um, so we're going to do that. But uh, first, today's podcast is brought to you by State Farm. And they are asking us, who's the best of the best? It's an age-old debate. Who is the real deal? When it comes to home and auto insurance, there's obviously only one real deal. Guys. State Farm. That's right. It's State Farm. Uh, mm. But if you had to pick one other entity who is the unquestionable goat in their field, who would you pick? Unquestionable goat, I would give to Serena. Mm. I think she has dominated tennis since she went pro. And it's been like 20 years of her just crushing it. And I think the amount that she has broadened the appeal of the sport is also like such an intangible thing that's like not only is she incredibly good she also has expanded like the interest in tennis Mm. and it's just like you can't top that so serena is my pick jay Mm. um i mean mine's basic but i think leo messi is by and large the most incredible soccer player to ever walk the earth really whenever i see and la liga is coming back so i've kind of gotten excited about Spanish football, spoiler alert, sorry. But um watching, like, just whenever I see a highlight of him, I'm just like, how, how... He's like five foot eight and, you know, sort of a slight man and just does these things on the soccer field that is incredible. There's no... I don't think there's ever been a better player. I don't know. Than, Pele? Than Pele was very close second, but... <laughs> 
Uh, I would. I want to say Simone Biles because of all the insane, mm. like how they've had to change scoring and stuff because yeah. of how great she is. But also, I think that's tough with gymnastics because it's such an evolving sport that, like, yeah. the goat uh, of like Nadia Comaneci was like the first person to get a ten and was like incredible then. And like, I think it's tough to compare. It's almost, I don't know. So I would probably say, I mean, Wayne Gretzky. Obvious, but if Ooh. you look at his mm. stats, like even like compared to person, like people that are in second and third of any category, he's like exponentially his. He's just insane. Yeah. So yeah, I would probably nuts. say that's that's Wayne a great Gretzky. call. It does Gretzky. seem like a very obvious answer to say he's the goat. But um, for some reason, my brain didn't go to didn't go to Gretzky. He's just I was like surprised. I'm like, oh, good one, Katie. Goaty as hell. <laughs> So I would say Wayne Gretzky. Whatever your opinion may be, there's one thing everyone can agree on. There's nothing realer than a teammate that you can rely on. So when you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, Ashley. State Farm is there. I was going to say, where's State Farm at? They're oh. there. They're right there. <laughs> no, you we have, didn't practice you did. that in advance. No, I also paused too long. I didn't think about it. <laughs> where's State Farm at? It's perfect execution. Nailed it. We're the goats of that ad read for sure. For sure. Okay, oh let's do some updates. So first off, uh, it's time for your Magic the Gathering gathering update. Do we do? Hi. Hi, Hello. Jay. Um, we threw a party on Saturday, and no, you was... threw a party. You Jay. did. You, you single handedly yeah. did all of that. I threw a party on Saturday, and it was amazing. So to recap, your DJ names were. We're just jumping right in, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Magic the Gathering. <laughs> DJ Swagasaurus Rex. Hate it. Two dollar signs. <laughs> Not the three. Assist. Please make sure. <laughs> I wanted to be to like Swagasaurus W R E C K S. Oh, that's Rex. good. I mean, maybe in the evolution. And then uh, Power Surgeons was the name of our DJ group. Okay, I didn't understand that one. Powers like a like a play on power. But I think the surges. way you wrote it was something like one half of power, and I was like, "What?" But I get it. It was yeah. a group. Yeah, it was Colin. Like and Daft me. Punk. So Colin, um, yes, just like Daft Punk, equally as popular. Right. Um, uh, anyhow, we raised more than four grand. I haven't done the final cumulative total, but like once we started going, like people started telling their friends and like telling their friends to make sure that they donated before they came into the chat, That's which was awesome. super cool. Um, but by and large, like I had the best time. Everybody who was there was so much fun. Apparently the chat in the zoom. So I, the way it had to work was I had to mute everybody else because I was screen sharing a Twitch page of me DJing. Okay. So like basically I was streaming my DJ set to Twitch and then I would stream in the zoom chat that Twitch channel. So everybody else was muted so that the only music that was coming through, the only sound that was coming through was the Twitch channel. Okay. So that made the like text chat super poppin', apparently. I didn't see I a in. word oh, of it. Oh, you didn't? I was in there. Because I was doing like seven different things and like trying to DJ and then like also trying to like get people in if they didn't have the links, et cetera, et cetera. And so everybody who I've spoken to since has been like, oh my God, the text chat was the most fun. Like we were having such a great time. Podcast people were catching up with other podcast people. My friends who hadn't seen each other in like 10 years were catching up with so, old friends. So but the video people were seeing, was it like, um, was it, everyone was just seeing you in theater yes. mode no, or was so, it cycling through other people's videos? No, no, no. So, so basically it was both. So you had like on the left, you had me and then on the right, you had gallery view of like everybody else who wanted to show their video. And at some huh. point, 
I was told that the maximum number that we had was 130 people. Damn. Um, and like, you know, you could click through and see, and not everybody was showing their video, but like there was like two or three screens of videos that you could like click through and different people had like light shows. There's a couple people who I have to just quickly shout out. First and foremost, Stay Puffed. Stay Puffed. Who was that? Who's Stay Puffed? Somebody came wearing the Stay Puffed Ghostbusters yes. costume. And danced and a whole danced time. for six hours. Six hours you did this? So, yeah, we need, so, I think we need to go back a little bit before you start shouting sorry, people I'm, out. Let me I'm share so, my experience with you. Oh, gosh, yes. So, I was playing a card game on my uh, Kindle and didn't realize it was 9.30 or whatever because I was, like, trying to stay up late so I could join. And so I was a little late. I was, like, I don't know, five or ten minutes late. And I thought there were going to be two people in there and Jay was going to be, like, mad at me for not being there on time. And I join and there's 85 people. Jay's got, like, a disco ball light show holding a glass of whiskey, like, dancing, (laughs) rocking out. And I was just – and I'm looking at this gallery view of just, like, people dancing. There are some people that are, like – have, like, Zoom backgrounds of, like, Jay with the frosted tips. Like, there was so much going on. I was like, holy crap, what's happening? Also, everybody listening, can we all admit, it really wasn't that bad. The picture of Jay with frosted tips really wasn't (laughs) that bad. No, I kind of gaslighted you guys a little bit to get you to donate all the money. And it worked. It was fun. It wasn't that bad. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So I get in the chat, like, fully expecting to start roasting Jay, being like, oh, didn't think we'd have to watch Jay dance. Like, oh, this music is not for me. Like, Jay totally dancing is a to make fun of him. Everyone is like, this is so fucking great. Jay is having the time of his life. This is so much fun. What a great idea. I'm telling all my friends. Like, everybody was so into it. Like, so into it. There was so much positivity in that chat. People were saying, like, at least from the pod side, that it was like the subreddit, like, come to life. It's like, there's a ton of people we don't know, but now we're like connecting visually. And you're like, oh, I've seen you post. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And who's this marshmallow guy? And like, people are having a blast. (laughs) They're having a blast. Were you, can I ask a dumb question? You know how like DJs now are like, there's like people who DJ at bars, but then there's like DJs who make songs and mix them together. Like you weren't doing that crazy stuff, were you? Um, No, I mean, so I used to write music with Colin when we were doing that band power surgeons but um i was just i mean i was like mixing stuff together yeah but, I wasn't, like, but you weren't like doing going like, crazy and remixes okay i was like stressed out for you thinking about how much production <laughs> work would have to go into like mic like making songs i mean it's it was a lot of no i wasn't obviously still a ton of work playing stuff but um, all those are bpms you gotta study the bpms all bpms and, all crazy BPMs. yeah it was what jam got supportive. the biggest pop um, funnily enough, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, I hmm. have a, uh, I found a, like, disco remix is of Call Me Baby. Is that why that song was in my head? Was that it in the 9.30 is. to 10.30 hour that you played that? Uh, it might have been a little bit after that, but, um. Hmm. Proud of you for making I, it till 10.30, Ash. I wasn't planning yeah. on it. Good for I you. I was going to plan in for, I like, remember, 15 did you minutes dance? and then go to sleep. No, I had my video, uh, closed. Off. Oh. Yeah. I remember, but I did call Ashley out. Yeah, I, there was a moment where I like could get to see through the that's, participants. So that's and the I, like, other thing. And I was like, Jim I see you like, in the chat, Ashley B. He <laughs> was also like, it, it was I don't know. It was like you're dancing. You're the sole form of entertainment for people. You're like playing music. You're drinking. You're having a great time. You're like working in these like call to actions and like little side things, like a proper like 
DJ who gets on the mic every once in a while, you know, he's like, oh yeah, Jake, I like your pose. Like, oh, no. like totally like in his element. It was unbelievable. I was when like, Holy we, crap. we were in Toronto for something and, uh, and Jay, we went to a bar. It was like me, Andrea. I want to say PG was there, but maybe not. Yeah, PG was and there. Jay, yeah. And Jay was dancing and just like having the time of his life. And it was so joyful. Yeah, Jay's dancing is so that's... funny, but so like he doesn't care. He's just like, yeah, this care. is how I dance. And you're like, <laughs> well, that's not right. But uh, who's to say? I think you should go for it. Uh, I was having I was having a ball. Everybody who was so much fun, and I got to see all of these old friends and all of these new friends from the podcast. And then your grandma came, and then your my grandma came. came. So like your brother yeah. and sister were in there. Like it was my the my brother and sister in law like... were in there. Um, my mom was in there until like one o'clock. Oh in the morning. my god! So uh, that's the other thing. So I wake up the next morning and I I don't know if I saw on Twitter or like wherever somebody was like, "Wow, okay, so we're it's one thirty in the morning and Jay's on his fourth outfit change and like still you going hard." Outfits. <laughs> I was like, what? I had, "Yeah, I did like, four outfit changes." I missed so much of it because I was it like, was, "Okay, 10.30, 10.45, it? It's time to go to bed." I so I forgot to record it oh, no. and I. Couldn't save the chat, and I didn't save the set. No. Um, so I once in like, a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, for I, sure. But it was. I mean, so I said to these people, like, it was like probably so. To go back, started at nine thirty. I I too was nervous. Um, so I opened up the chat room at like nine fifteen, and I just put up like a little screenshot image of the stupid Google image I found that just said like party time, and then I like played some music in the background, and then like watched the people sort of file in and like wait to see like if at nine thirty there would be you know anybody, and at nine twenty there was like two people, and I was like this is let's oh, see what God. happens. And then by 9.32, there was like 45 people in there. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. So this I came out nuts. and everybody was like super excited. And then I started playing. And we, yeah, like Ashley said, like right around 10.30, 85, 90 people were there. Colin, who I used to DJ with, was in the chat. I figured out a way to do a dual stream on Twitch so he could play music from his was house too. Was he your too. secret guest or whatever? Yeah, Colin, yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, you got big He was like time. promoting like mash, so like, yeah because I had my mic so was I was able so, to like was come in and like talk to surgeon. people and like call people Five, out Five, and so Colin played a forty five minute set that was amazing. I mean, then I guys. came back and when I came back I was like, hey guys, like I'm gonna play until you guys leave. So like let's oh boy, if you want to hang out, keep hanging out and uh, ended up hanging out until three thirty in the morning. Holy uh, cow! There Same. were still there were at three thirty in the morning. There were still thirty five or forty people oh in the chat God. and in the Zoom. And Time I was zones like, are crazy. guys, I'm done. Now. <laughs> I yeah. love you. I'm oh, out good of music. That's, uh, that's nuts. And I went to bed and I just had, gosh, it was the best. And then so many people came out of the woodwork the next day and were texting me and were just like. That either that was so much fun or like I saw all your Instagrams. I can't believe I missed it. Please, please, please do it again. Oh, so is this a big and, announcement? You can do it again. Well, here's the thing. Two things. The first thing is it made me feel so good that so many people felt so good about coming to this and connecting. And there was some people who wrote some really, really nice emails to me after the fact um, to that Gmail address that I gave to everyone that were really touching. And then also some people on the Reddit were really nice about it. And then some other friends that like I just hadn't seen in five or six or seven years who like came to this because they saw it on my Instagram, like people who I haven't connected to and that feeling of like, 
we're all so isolated. So the fact that like this was something that could bring people together and like make them feel good was so good that mm. I would love to be able to do that and like have something for people to look forward to. Jay is so. announcing he's leaving the podcast and <laughs> is going to become a full time Zoom DJ. I thank you am, for your service here, but I can see you need to spread you. your wings and fly. I gotta fly. Um, so I think I'm going to try to do it again next month. Okay. And I will, uh, keep you posted. All right. Very exciting. Congratulations. Really cool, Jay. Yeah. You did it. Thank you. Yeah, we did it. You did it. No, you did it. Yeah, again. you stop saying no, you we, did it. everybody who, everybody okay, yeah. who came. You and the mar- marshmallow man did it. Oh, <laughs> People are like, is Katie man. here? And I was like, she's in the state podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's so funny. It's like, that was me the whole time. And I just didn't tell you guys. I know. I made up some oh, very the, sad the story people, about where I was. The amount of my friends who like don't know that I am on this podcast are like, who are all these people? Who is the marshmallow guy? Like texting me and I'm just like, like ever heard people of Katie Nolan? Duh. <laughs> they just had like <laughs> isocams on their dogs and it was just like, oh, like that's it was so, so fun. That's really yeah, cool. Great. I'm bummed yeah, you didn't record it, but I, that's, you're right, it's a once in a lifetime. I think it's probably for the best. Yeah, you gotta be I there. Yeah, you might watch it back and be like, oh, this actually wasn't as great as I, I mean, thought I think we the were music was. The I think the music was good, but I definitely had some drinks. Ah, uh, no <laughs> way. It was like when I watched yeah. our big Zoom chat and I was like, oh, I got, I was drunk by the fourth person. So I don't remember most of that. Uh, alright, good. So that's our update on DJ Magic the Gathering Gathering. Congratulations, Jay. And stay puff marshmallow. Man. <laughs> uh, what else do we have to update? Should we do a challenge update? Yes. Doodly do. Doodly doodly do. Oh God, what was a whole week ago? So I don't remember. Um, we had a oh Wes and bananas. You're right. You're right. It was the foam thing. thing. Yeah, the foam thing was the first thing, right? Yeah. So they the challenge was that they had to run into this like foam. Um, please don't need any of these wires. You're not Sorry. usually out for this. Um, the, uh, it, just talking to my boyfriend. He's trying to eat the <laughs> wires. He's so weird. Um, they had to run into this, like, box and, uh, fi- through all this foam and find a glass wall in the back. And then through the glass wall in the back, you could see lights flashing and, like, a sequence of colors. Uh, there'd be, like, three white flashes to let you know it was about to start. And then you had to memorize the colors. And it was a crazy amount. It was, Probably like what thirty five? Yeah, it was a lot. Colors, um, and so uh, a lot of people tried different strategies to kind of game the system. There was like people who teamed up that were like, "I'll remember colors one through five, and you get five through or six through ten, and yada yada yada." Um, th- most of those didn't work. The only person who found a way to make it work was Johnny Bananas, who found that if you stood a little bit further back, you could see around the uh, box filled with foam and catch a bank shot off a filing cabinet and see the flashing colors. And so he didn't have to go into the foam and, uh, he won, right? No, no, he didn't win. Wes won. And then Wes picked him to join the tri tribunal triumvirate (laughs) tribunal. And the girl was, uh, (laughs) Maddie. Yeah. Maddie, who I will say just looks more and more like a vampire every episode. Every episode. I'm like, okay, so it's a slow transformation into a full on vampire. You're becoming a vampire. Maybe it's because they live in a bunker. I don't know. She's becoming a vampire. You heard it here first. So uh <laughs> then they picked – they had like a strategy, Wes and Bananas. People in their um confessionals keep talking like they don't know that the two of them are working together. But I thought everybody knew that the two of them were in an alliance. 
No, I think it's a secret. Oh, air well, quote, it's secret. pretty obvious that the two yeah. of them are in an alliance because they quote unquote hated each other before this season and now they're working together. So pretty clear. Uh, so they picked, uh, Jordan to go up against. It was a double elimination. Yeah, you're right. It, you should be doing these because and it's more fun with you doing it. And I just, this is like I you just doing movies. You. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> um, so it was a double elimination for the boys. And so it was Fessy, um, house favorite. We like him over here. Okay. Um, up against, I'm not saying he's my favorite. What I'm saying is Dan likes him. So Fessy, okay. <laughs> uh, they picked, uh, Jordan to go up against him and it was in the, um, what's it called? Pole wrestle. Yeah, pole wrestling, which is you have, uh, you each put your hands on a pole and you've got to wrestle the pole away from the other person. Now, for those who don't know, Jordan has one hand. So when they picked him to go up against Fessy, who is a, is like an all-American athlete, played in college, uh, it was obviously Jordan's gonna go home. Um, after his first one, I think he like, looked like he broke his collarbone or dislocated his shoulder oh or something. God. And he kept going! Yeah. At which point I was like, guys, this is an MTV show. This is not, uh, they talked about it like, come on, Jordan, you got this. And it's like, let him just say he doesn't got this and not hurt himself <laughs> oh further. God. It was insane to watch a guy with one hand try to like compete in something that it was built to not be for him to compete in. Yeah. Uh, it was wild. Spoiler alert. He didn't win and he got eliminated. Then he was like getting worked on in an ambulance and he ran back so that he could support. It was, uh, Nelson who, oh my God, I hate Nelson so much. So much. Nelson <laughs> was earlier in the episode and I texted Ashley and she's like, I haven't seen it yet. And all I had said was like, I'm so glad I said in the podcast already that Nelson fucking sucks and I hate him because <laughs> what he does in this episode makes Ugh. it like everybody would hop on that train now. He got outed for telling basically everybody in the house. If you don't vote for me, I won't vote for you. And like they went around the room and everyone was like, yep, he said it to me too. Yep, he said it to me too. And it was like he told everyone he'd never say their name. And his defense of it, which didn't make any sense and he barely even stuck to it, was that like he plays week by week. So maybe he said that to you last week, but that doesn't go for every week. And it was like, but Nelson, you have to make that clear. You're a fucking moron. He's so dumb. Uh, Unfortunately, he won. He was up against, who do you take? Bear. Bear. Oh, so Bear and Kayla, the love story that never will be. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also weird to watch Kayla switch from, she's still very much cheating on her then boyfriend. They've since broken up. I went deep on their Instagram. Like she's cheating on Mikey with Bear. And then this episode, she was just like, I, Bear can't leave. I love him. If he leaves, these are yours. If he leaves, uh, I'll be so sad and like acting like he's her boyfriend. And it was like, he's still the guy you're cheating on your, bo- you should be happy he's leaving. So you'll stop cheating on your boyfriend. <laughs> um, that would just be too logical. So Nelson and uh, Fessy now have red skulls. And am I missing anything else? Were there any fights in any bar? Oh, yeah, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle and Nelson somebody. came at Kyle. Nelson is... <gasps> Nelson blamed his whole thing on Kyle uh, for some I think reason. Kyle called him out first. Yeah. It was so dumb. Nelson makes my skin crawl. Yeah, he's tough to watch. Even his best friend, Corey, was like, oh, man, Nelson, you're making it real tough here. It's like, yeah, because he sucks. Yeah. The The thing about Jordan is, like, Jordan is an ass and is, like, really rude and, like, waves a salami in your face. 
But what? like, he's, he did that earlier this season. Oh, that's Remember right. He's fighting that's, with I was Wes like, and man, Johnny I just wanted that to be out of no. context for you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he's really good. He's won he's three challenges. He's, he like beat uh, somebody, Josh, I think in a tug of war, even with one hand. Like, yeah. He's really good at this game. Like Nelson brings actually zero things to the table. Zero things. No things. No mm-hmm. things. And so you're like, you're just, you're so unlikable and you're I know. bad. I know. And it's I think, you know what? Ugh. If I think if Jordan went up against Nelson, he would have found a way to win. Mm. Nelson sucks that bad. Yeah. Fessy's um, really big. Like they, Bananas and West really screwed Jordan. Well, and so it kind of speaks to how cutthroat. I mean, Bananas seemed like he felt a little bit bad about it. But when West was yeah. like, yeah, we're sending in Jordan. And just like he said to the camera, he's like, I feel bad, but the guy's a dick. And it's like, you believe what you believe. But like, yeah. man, you have no part of you that's like, I just sent in a guy with one hand in a challenge. You cannot win one handed. Yeah. Um. But they did what, you know, they're not here to make friends. No, they're not. He had a target on his back <laughs> and various other. Yeah, he yeah, asked to go in. He wanted to go in. Just not for that. Not uh, for that. Ideally, not for that. Not for that But one. so that's where we're at. And uh, I don't remember if the preview made it look like anything crazy is going to happen. But if it does, I will forget by next week <laughs> when I give you your challenge update. Doodly do. Doodly do. Sorry, Myrtle. I'm just doing a bit. All right. <laughs> she doesn't understand. Uh, I guess pup date then. Yeah. That leads into the pup date. Is that me? Just me? Just you. You're the one with the pup. But I just did the challenge update. Oh, no. We should have spaced that out differently. Mm-hmm. Um, She's good. We gave her uh, her second bath. I enlisted the help of Dan this time because I know last week I said I did it alone. Um, I will say at the end of this week's bath, Dan said, I cannot f- believe you did that alone last week. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was, uh, it was varying degrees of success. Uh, this week, somebody messaged me on Instagram and said, smear peanut butter on the side of the tub. And Ooh. she won't notice that she's in the bath, which I think will work um, in the future. As this was her second bath uh, at first, because when she gets really scared, she won't take treats. So when you put her in the tub, she was like, I don't give a shit that that's peanut butter. Um, mm. Then after, like, we took her out, and then we put her back in, then took her out, put her back in. Then when she got locked in on that peanut butter, we, like, looked at each other and we're like, we got a window. We have to shampoo her and then rinse her off. Uh, so we, like, got the shampoo on her, scrubbed her up. She was still going on the peanut butter. And then... uh Dan was like, I wish we had a cup so we could, you know, wash the shampoo off. And I was like, feeling ballsy. And I said, just grab that, which was the shower head. And I was like, grab the shower head and turn it on. Let's see what happens. So I like took the handheld shower head and I like put it on her. And at first she was like, what the f*** is this? (laughs) Right back to the peanut butter. So I was like, okay. So I was, you know, rinsing her off. And then she started to get too distracted by being rinsed off. And like, what is this feeling? Because when it rains hard, she doesn't like going outside. So like this Mm. was a lot for her. But we got her rinsed off. I only have a couple uh, gouges in my skin. Oh, no. Because last time I told you I went in in just clothes uh, and walked out 40 pounds heavier because I was absolutely drenched. Uh, this time I went in in like spandex pants and a sports bra. And so uh, the only oversight on my part was that I had a lot of exposed skin that she yeah. just yeah, shook out. But – um. Ouch. But it was good. She did all right. She's super fluffy now. Uh, that'll last for like a day. And um, and she's getting less scared of motorcycles, which is good. Uh, the person upstairs vacuums, and she does not like that. Mm-hmm. But if I turn the TV on and make it loud enough, she gets distracted. Uh, and then today when I was on my 
mile hike to find a pharmacy that has my prescriptions, which I had to go to three different ones. On my way back, I stopped at the pet store and got her some new toys. So we will be debuting Yay. those this afternoon. I'm sure she's very excited. Um, and I guess most recent pup date, she's out of her crate, which means that she pooped and peed. Yeah. So shout That's out to awesome. Myrtle. Shout yeah, out to Myrtle. Myrtle. She did it. I actually have a pup date. Let's hear it. We've uh, we've had to start giving Indy some new medicine, mm-hmm. and at this point, like we ran out of pill pockets, like these little treats that you like put the pills in and like pinch them closed, and so they like take them. And this morning, I was giving him his thing, one of his pills, and I dropped it on the floor, and he looked at me, and I was like, "Do you want to just eat it?" And he was like, Meh. and he just ate the pill. Yeah. So I had the next <laughs> pill, and I was like, "You want this one?" And he like sniffed it, and then he's like, "Meh." <laughs> oh, I love that awesome. so much. Like, You're the best. He's like, lady, don't lie to me. Just He's let like, me just take the fine. pill. All right. Let me do it. <laughs> that's that's so absolutely beautiful. I'll just eat it. I'm like, yes. So that uh, was a huge development. That's huge. Yeah. Hell yeah, Indy. Um, I guess on like a positive note, one thing I realized today when I was on my walk, because weirdly when I go out into the world, my brain processes things better. But I realized that like if I didn't have Myrtle, I would have a lot more days like this weekend. Like if I didn't have to get out of bed every day to do a thing and take care of a thing, I think I'd be f-ed. like I would be I would be not doing well. And so I'm like filled with I know I've done this before. I'm not going to cry, but like I'm filled with great gratefulness today for Myrtle. Is there a word that isn't that I gratitude can't, gratitude uh, for Myrtle because like she is a pain in my butt, but like you know she has gotten me i'm waking up at 9 30 so like whoever thought that would happen um but like she's given me something to live for you know when things get real dark and like i think they would have gotten darker quicker had i not um if i didn't have her so Hmm. that's my pup date and she's very lucky to have you as well oh thanks jay and i mean it's true you're killing it you try my best uh, I remember I keep thinking back to every time something goes wrong with her, I keep thinking about how the first week I was like, it's nice to have a transactional relationship where I do a thing and she does a thing. And I'm like, that's over. That doesn't work anymore. Are you kidding me? Uh, now she just looks at me like treat. And I'm like, you didn't do anything. You don't get a fucking treat. Um, but, you know, we have a cute little a cute little relationship. She does this thing. I'm hoping she stops doing because it's bad. But it also I love it um, where she when she gets scared, she jumps up into my arms I'm like, all right, I don't, I want you to become accustomed to bikes and, uh, trucks, but I also like just having a little thing be like, I need you. I'm like, okay. So that there's things that kids do similar to that. And people like people are very split camps on like how you're supposed to react. Mm. And I think I tend to be part of the like, just an, it's a phase. They're going to grow out of it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. That like snuggle, that like clutching you. It's like, I see her as, like, she's terrified by everything because she doesn't know everything. So she's going to look to me to be like, is this thing scary? So I just have to act like, no, it's not scary. It's okay. Um, And she's responding to it. But, I mean, the other day I took her to, like, this corner because there's a little bit of grass. And a truck, a bus drove by. And she was, like, looked at it and looked at me and looked at it and looked at me and then sprinted into my arms. And I was just like, it's okay. It's a bus. And I'm like, I know you don't understand me, but I think this tone of voice is going to really be helpful. Do you want some treats? And she was like, no. And I was like, I'm going to leave them here until you're ready to have them. And then she, you know, she'll eat them and then she'll look at me. And I'm like, it's okay. She's just so scared. 
She'll get stronger. I hope so. And I hope she, she stops those peeing reps. when she sees people. Oh, that, yeah, that that's won't happen. such a puppy thing. Yeah. I know, but my aunt's dog kept doing it and still, I think, just stopped recently. So I'm like, oh, how do I know when it's a problem and when it's just a puppy? It's, it's peeing. It's too early now. I'm like, how did you have pee in you? I just got all the pee out of you. Why are you peeing? She, there's this adorable old man who keeps happening to get into the elevator when we're in it. Um, and so the first time... He was like, oh, she's peeing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I think it's wonderful. And then uh, the second time I picked her up and he was like, it's my friend. And then she peed on me. So, like, it's going through a whole thing. But uh, <laughs> shout out to that old man because he's the absolute cutest. Some people are weird about her. But she's a friggin' celebrity in this building. Also, speaking of which, uh, I don't know if I said this before. Somebody walking outside of my apartment was like, is that Myrtle? And I stopped what? and I looked and assuming it would be Kelly or somebody I know. And then they looked and they were like, oh, I recognized her before. I didn't know you lived in Hoboken. And it was this girl who I ended up talking to for a while who was like, I've seen her on Instagram. It's Wait, Myrtle. hold on. So you were you were outside with your dog. Yes. And your dog was recognized and you were not. Well, uh, to be fair, I was in quarantine mode. So uh, she, probably two different slides that didn't match. Uh, the socks. so funny sweatpants hair on top of my head like i was not looking cute and uh and then yeah they were like is that myrtle the famous myrtle and like myrtle was interacting with another dog so then the girl just kind of stood there and was like can i pet her and i was like yeah in a sec and she's done and i brought her over and then we like chatted for a while and the girl's like a dog walker or her parents are have a dog and like it was just like myrtle you're famous that's really cool you gotta chill that's really cool. Don't let it go to her head. I mean, it is, has gone to her head. She has Instagram <laughs> model energy where she's just like, I get whatever I want or I go somewhere <laughs> else and somebody else will give it to me. She's just such a hot bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. I really love her. Um, so that's your pup date. That's a good one. Uh, and then the last thing, I've done all the talking, so I don't want to give my Goosebumps book report. What if what we if do we it do- like you guys ask me questions about it and I answer them? I just don't want to talk the whole time to myself. Okay. Did you read it? I did. The whole thing? And it's in its entirety. Wow. Boy, that do I wish. you stayed in bed all day on Saturday yes. because it was so scary. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> so to answer the are these actually scary question, no. Not oh. even a little. Um, well, you Jay, have to really put yourself if into you the body read it of like now, an eight-year-old. If you read it now, you'd Jewish. be like, this isn't scary. Boy. Yeah. If, then. No, but the question was, are they yeah. actually scary? No. Um, mm. they're, they're monotonous and, uh, and pretty lazily written. I don't want to slander, mm. uh, R.L. Stein, but it was, um, it was tough to get through. It was a real slog of a book. Ooh. And mm. it wasn't, it, and chapters, there was like 30 of them. And it, the books, let me find out how many pages it is. Cause I read it on my Kindle. So, you know. You don't really know. I can't imagine it's that long. It's not. Right? It's not. Um, where do I find out the info about the about this book? I'm so hungry. Me too. Do you mm. guys ever have hollow days where you just if feel like, like you keep you, food no in matter and what you helps? eat? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you're just. Oh man, I'm so hungry. Do you want to go grab a snack? I don't know. If I go out there, I bet my kid will be all hot and bothered. Oh. Do you want me to feed you uh, with the sustenance of this novel? Yes, please. It's yes. 160 pages. Um, I, I, it's bad. Uh, so the, <laughs> the, the plot is there's these two sisters. They're twins, Chris and Lindy. Um, odd names. 
and they are sisters and they're like competitive about everything. And then one day they're like searching at a house that's being built and in the dumpster they find a dummy. And Lindy is like, I'm going to keep it and name it Slappy. And so she gets super into this doll and doing ventriloquism. She like right away starts a business and does kids birthday parties with her ventriloquist act, which was like, doesn't seem like it something that would happen, but parents are paying her 20 <laughs> bucks to do her ventriloquist act. Uh, Chris gets really jealous um, and is like, I want to do stuff with the dolls. I want to be a ventriloquist. I want a dumpster dummy. Yeah. And then <laughs> Lindy's like, why do you always got to do all the shit I do? And then Chris is like, that's not true. I just think I'd be better than you. And so then um, their parents who suck, who are awful parents, um, <laughs> are like, fine, you get into dummies too. And they like buy her a dummy. But first, Slappy, and you know how I told you the dog's named Barky? Okay, yes. well, Slappy slaps Chris across the face. And I'm like, really, R.L. Stein? We don't have any creativity in names. You named the thing that slaps Slappy and the thing that barks Barky. <laughs> but uh the doll slaps her in the face and, like, takes on a life of its own. And Lindy swears that it wasn't her doing it. And then they get Chris her own doll. And she names him um Mr. Wood. <laughs> Again. Yikes. And, uh, and then she's doing ventriloquism and Lindy, rightfully so, is like, why the f*** you always gotta do what I do? This was my thing. And so then Chris starts doing ventriloquism and she's actually pretty bad at it. Nobody thinks she's funny. And she's like, I just gotta buy some joke books and then I'll be funny. And then, um, the, the doll, uh, like they wake up one night and the doll, like it just keeps doing stuff that seems like it's coming to life. And Chris gets freaked out. Like, they wake up one night and they go downstairs and uh, the entire contents of the fridge are taken out. And Mr. Wood is sitting in the middle of all of it, like, smiling. And Chris is like, oh, my God, he emptied the fridge. And Lindy comes running downstairs and she's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And Chris is like, you didn't do this? She's like, I didn't do it. Because there were other times where Chris was like, did you do this? And Lindy's like, no. And then Lindy's like, I did it. And so then this time she's like, oh, my God, this happened. And Lindy says she didn't do it. And then the parents come downstairs and are like, you guys are so stupid. This is why they're bad parents. They're like, you're always fighting about your dumb dolls. I'm putting your dolls in the closet. Like, obviously one of you's lying and I don't know which one of you it is. So you're both grounded. And, um, and it's so dumb. And then Lindy later admits that like she did that too. So it just keeps going back and forth of this like, the dolls coming to life. No, it's just Lindy. The dolls coming to life. JK, it's Lindy. And like, I'm making Lindy sound like the bad guy, but Chris is really the bad guy because she was just getting so mad at Lindy for having a, tr a thing she liked and Chris wanted it and she sucked at it. Then Chris books this big gig where she's going to work at the school thing. There's like a big assembly and they hired for some reason her and Mr. Wood to be like the MCs of the whole thing when Lindy has clearly been doing ventriloquism for longer. Um, and so Chris is, their dad is like, Oh, I'm not going to go any business trips. I'm going to come watch you at your school thing. The fridge thing happens, and then somehow they still let her do the thing. But anyway, she goes, and, oh, well, first the two old people who live next door come over, and uh, they're like, Chris, Lindy, come do your acts for the two old people. And I'm like, you just got mad at them about the fridge. You just yelled <laughs> at them. Hi, Austin. I'll pause, because it's too scary for Is him. Is that Kiki? He can't hear you. Hi. Hi. Hi, bud. Sorry, Steve's on the phone for work, so... Did he get another haircut? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I want you to take it off. You want to be able to... I can't. 
Sorry. It off. It's okay. Stop We're saying okay. you're sorry. Take it it's okay. off. Come on. You can't take it off. No, he wants me to unplug it so he can hear them, but that'll mess up the audio. I did that last oh, time and Jay yelled go. at me. She's blowing you kisses. Say bye-bye. Hey, Julie. Bye-bye. 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 Say peace out, nerds. All right, Steve. <laughs> so anyway, back to my Goosebumps book report. I don't know because I'm nerd here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the parents are just like, sure, you can go do your puppet thing, which is like, oh, didn't they just get in trouble for the goddamn puppets? But anyway, so, um, Chris, oh, and then Lindy books like a TV show. And I'm, and Chris is mad because she's like, I got the auditorium at the school and now she's gonna go do a TV show. Why does she keep one up, one upping me? It's like, cause you didn't pick your own hobby, Chris. Cause you did what Lindy mm. does, Chris. God. So anyway, Chris goes and, uh, oh wait, the old people. So they do their acts for the old people. Lindy crushes it. Then Chris comes down and her dummy just starts calling them old and ugly and just like being really mean and giving them mean insults. And nobody's laughing, which I'm like, well, like, some of these slap and you should probably laugh at them. But um <laughs> the parents are like, why would you do that? You're grounded again. But for some reason tomorrow you're going to go do that thing at the school with the doll, the dummy, even though you just proved that you shouldn't be allowed to do that. So... She goes out onto the stage to do it, and she's, like, nervous that the doll's going to start insulting people again. Um, and then the woman running the show, who the author points out has uh, multiple chins, which felt like a dig I didn't need. Uh, the woman is comes out to help her adjust the microphone, and while she's doing that, uh, Mr. Wood starts being like, you're fat. He's like, if we count how many chins you have, will we figure out how old you are? Which is like a really deep cut on a tree joke. Um, That's funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's not, they're not bad. <laughs> they're pretty mean, though. And the woman's like, make him stop! And it's like, that's not what would happen. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Wood opens his mouth and starts spewing out this green stuff that looks like pea soup but smells really bad, like rotten eggs. And then everybody starts getting sick and they have to, like, evacuate the auditorium. So then Chris gets grounded, I guess, again. I'm not really sure. And they're like, we're going to talk about this tomorrow because I'm too mad. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense because at night is when the dummy comes and does shit. So, like, why would you be like, I'm so mad at you? So, hold on, time out really quick. The bad dummy is the one they bought, not the one that they found in a dumpster? At this, yes. Huh. Okay. So, um, and like at one point they, you know, came back into the, like there's a lot of the same scene where a day happens, they come in and something crazy has happened with the two dummies. We're like, Mr. Wood is trying to choke Mr. Slappy. But then you find out that like Lindy did that. So it's like, it's very unclear of who's at fault. And the parents at no point believe that it's actually the dolls. And Chris thinks it's always the dolls. And Lindy is just a wild card. Sometimes she's messing with Chris and she's pretty mean about it where she's like, you thought that was real. You're so stupid. So the night after the auditorium thing, like uh, Lindy's fast asleep. Chris can't sleep. Uh, She's freaked out. She thinks the dolls alive. She sees a shadow leave her room. She follows it. She gets all the way to the staircase and it's the doll and she's like, what? And he's like, you're my, th- oh, I missed an important part. He had a, at one point in the pocket of his shirt, she found a, um, like a piece of yellow paper that said a, a weird phrase on it in a different language. And she like read it and was like, what the hell is this? And, uh, so then she goes, she follows the shadow and he's standing at the top of the stairs and he basically says a lot of like, you're my slave now. It's weird. And then it's they, it's really creepy. Wrestling, it's not. 
It's like comical how non creepy it is. Then they like wrestle each other going down the stairs, and then uh, she finally gets him pinned. And then Lindy comes out and is like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Look, he's alive!" And he's just like pinned. So Lindy's like, "No, he's not." And then he like gets up, and Lindy sees that, and she's like, "Oh my god, he is alive! What do we do?" And they start wrestling him. She's like, "Go get mom and dad!" And so uh, they go and get mom and dad, and then mom and dad come out, and they're like, "What's going on?" She's like, "The dummy's alive!" And he's just laying there lifeless, and she like picks him up and lets go, and nothing happens. He's a dummy. And they're like, we're sick of you, too. I'm like, this is the fifth time you've said that. So maybe parent them so that they don't keep going back to their stupid dummies. They're like, you're both in trouble. We're going to bed because that's what we do as parents. Um, we're not going to do anything about the dolls. We'll return them to the store on Monday. And then they, uh, they the next morning, or no, they, they take the doll. They shove him in a suitcase. They bury him outside at the construction site where they're building the new house. And they're like, he's done. And the whole time he's like, this isn't going to work. I have powers. And that's what I just picture his voice as. And uh, they don't care. So they <laughs> bury him in the dirt. And they see outside the next day, like, steamrollers. Like, oh, maybe they're going to smush the dirt. That would be perfect for us. So uh, the next morning they wake up. They go downstairs. Chris's dad is mad and gives her a mean look. And she's like, what? And then she looks. And there's a, like, covered in dirt Mr. Woods sitting at the table. And they're like, I thought we told you you can't bring these dolls out here anymore. Don't bring them downstairs. And she was like, I didn't. Oh, my God. And then they're like, well, we're leaving to go to the store. And Chris was like, please don't leave me alone with the doll. And they're like, you're being crazy. We're going to the store. So they leave her. Lindy comes downstairs, sees Mr. Wood, and is like, whoa, this is crazy. So they decide that they're going to throw... He tries to kill the dog. Tries to kill Barky. Uh, They pry Barky out of it. Barky's fine. Barky's fine. So then they're like, we got to throw him underneath a steamroller. So they go outside, and they're about to throw him underneath the steamroller when Barky runs out, because he's like, I have powers, you'll regret this. I guess he, like, makes the dog run in front of the steamroller. And one of the chapters, chapter 78, ends with, like, the steamroller is about to hit Barky. So then the girls push Barky out of the way, and then the guy stops his steamroller, and he's like, you're crazy, did you not see me here? And they're like, sorry, mister. And so then, uh, in all of that confusion, Mr. Wood had gotten away, so now he's running away being like, now I'm free, you can't stop me. And they're like, we have to get him. But, you know, this brilliant dummy didn't realize that a steamroller, there was a second one, and he, like, runs right into it and gets crushed, and there's this, like, green puff of smoke that goes up into the air, and it's, like, really smelly. And the steamroller guy comes out, and he's like, was that a kid? Did I kill a kid? And they're oh like, God. no, it's okay. It's just a doll. And the poor guy just keeps being like, I think that was a kid. I saw him walking. And they're like, no, dummy. It was a dummy. And then um, yada, yada. They go inside and it ends. They go into their room and Slappy is sitting there. And he was like, hello, slaves. Did you finally get rid of that other guy? I was wondering when you'd finally like do that. Goosebumps. Ooh, so Slappy was the I guess so. evil genius the, the whole time. The point of that phrase was apparently she read the phrase out loud, and that's the phrase that wakes him up. So then she like goes and tries to find it again and reads it out loud. He's like, "That's not the phrase that kills me." And it's like this, it doesn't add up. Where is? Doesn't it end with Slappy being like, like he's there, and then I'm saying Slappy says, "Did you finally get? Hey, hello, slaves. Did you get finally get rid of that other guy?" Which is like yeah. maybe it was Slappy, or maybe the ghost of. Mr. Wood has now inhabited the body of... I have no wow. fucking clue. It was such a waste of my time. These parents are awful. Do you have any questions? I'd love to answer them. <laughs> no, I, you, that was pretty thorough. It was so dumb. 
All of it. I highlighted things, but now I don't remember how to find your highlights. So. Until sports come back, like, why don't we just do a book report every week, you know? I should probably read it and then organize my thoughts so that I don't just rant about it. Nah. I don't know. That seems, I, I, seems like the most That was pretty good content to me. It was just so bad, and I'm upset. I remember that last scene being terrible. It was the only part that surprised me. The rest of it was like, oh, she's going to blame it on Lindy. Oh, Lindy's going to say she did it. Oh, it's going to call her a slave. Like, it, honestly, it wasn't great. It's kind of crazy that, like, the idea that they're slaves yeah. to the dummy. But at no point did the totally dummy make them nowhere. do anything they didn't want to do. So it was like, that's right. not how slaves work. Um, <laughs> so it was, uh, it was something else. And I didn't like it. But shout out to those parents for being genuinely the worst parents. At one point, they were like, why do you two have such weird hobbies? Like, oh, okay, <laughs> encourage your, your kids and their the things they like. And they're like, oh, they're into dummies now. It sucks. But then they're like, our friends are here. Come do your dummy act. It's like, are you supportive or not? I don't understand. So that is Night of the Living Don't dummy. read it. <laughs> I will read the second one and get back to you. <laughs> There's another one? Whoa, I think really? So. You're going to? I mean, I, th- there's, I think there's like three. Well, I gotta find oh, out thanks. if it was like Slappy or Mr. Wood the whole time. So you are gonna read the next one? I'll think, I'll start it. But okay. man, they're garbage. I might go down a different road. I don't know. I can read Goosebumps books. They're so fun. <laughs> uh, we had an idea for a segment a week or two ago about, uh, random things that are making us mad. I didn't, I, I picked it that week because I had some. I don't really mm-hmm. have any this week other than Goosebumps books. Did you guys have things that you're mad about you wanted to randomly vent about? This is a, the concept of the segment being <clears throat> a safe space to just vent about a thing you know is not consequential. You know there's a lot worse stuff going on in the world right now. You know there's much bigger things to be worried about. But for some reason, this thing's pissing you off and you just want to get it off your chest. Yes. Ashley, you have the floor. Thank you. Um, I would like to address the national uh, shortage of puzzles and the resulting price gouging that's going on. Uh it's making me really upset. I have no flow activities. Ugh. I ordered a puzzle in April that says it's not going to be here until like June 22nd. Oh my goodness. Which is very annoying. I found That's another okay. puzzle that I thought was really cool. It was like an artistic interpretation of the Hogwarts castle, like the Starry Night painting, which I was like, both of these things up my alley. Awesome. Perfect. Went to purchase it. It was like $55. Excuse me? Five five no dollars no. I was like, listen, I really want this puzzle, but I don't want I don't want that puzzle that much. How are you charging fifty five dollars for a puzzle? So now I have zero flow activities and no puzzles, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do one of the puzzles I have again. But like, I don't want to. That's not the same. Do you want me to break apart my Lego dinosaurs and send them to you with the pamphlet, and you can just rebuild them yourself? I don't know. Maybe we'll do that. I can do that. I'd like honestly this Lego thing. I'm like maybe I'll start buying Lego sets. They are they're expensive and they're probably being price gouged. But I was at a point like I I think Empire State Building might have been like seventy to eighty to ninety dollars. Oh wow, yeah, I need a cheaper. Um, what about those websites where you can make like custom t-shirts? I feel like you can also make custom Well, we puzzles. know that because we got one made for us. Yeah. Right. So maybe you could order, like you could just put your own image on the puzzle. Just what do you do? Order that. What? No, like you could put whatever put photo you want. Put it on the internet that you like. Yeah. I just yeah. have it right here. 
next to my book. Can I ask you what you look for when you when you pick pricing. a puzzle? Because I've gone on to Amazon to try to get a puzzle, and I'm like, I don't, I can't tell what makes for a good puzzling. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're like, this picture wouldn't be good puzzling because it would just be like, which, it's all, this part's all yellow. So, like, how would I know which piece goes where? I actually kind of like, I actually kind of like the color, like, the variations of color. Like, the the puzzle I'm waiting on is, like, a color wheel. So, it's, like, giant sections of it are, like, here's just shades of blue that you have to, like, progress. Which I've gotten into. I've seen those. They're, like, the, like, um, ombre puzzles. And they, like, go from, like, Blue to turquoise, and they like just sort of like slowly change down. Those this, look really this, rad. That looks awesome. I haven't seen that. This one's just yeah. like an actual like color wheel. I try to get at least a thousand pieces because that's what I do. Dedication, um, and yeah, I I I get things that I like. So I have like a Star Wars puzzle, a Marvel puzzle, a Harry Potter puzzle. Then I started getting. Oh, I got into like the world's smallest. Puzzles? Have you seen any of these? Hold on, I'm gonna no. see them. Oh my goodness! Oh, they're little, little baby, tiny pieces. Yeah. Oh, it's I would teeny, teeny, tiny. No. And they come with little like tweezers. I actually really liked no. it. No. I liked it a lot because okay. um, there- two reasons. I have like that. Uh, gosh, that little like tabletop with legs that you can like have in bed. Do you know what I'm like? Yeah. That's like a, a, a bed table. Tray. Yeah. The TV tray, but like for a bed your desk. bed. Sure. Yeah, that thing. And like the whole puzzle fits on it. And so, like, I could, like, pick it up and move it. Like, the problem doing puzzles in my small apartment is that I don't, like, I have that one round table. And if I have a puzzle on it, we can't eat there. Or, like, Austin can't play there. And it, like, takes up the whole thing. So this tiny puzzle is, like, portable. I can, like, see everything at once, which is nice. Without having to be like, oh, where's my bag full of, like, yellow pieces that I have to then mm. paw through? Um, I really enjoyed that. You should look into something called, I think it's called Nano Blocks. But they're like kind of like Legos, and they're really, really small pieces. Mm-mm. And you like basically Choking like build hazard. different shapes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, don't do it around Austin. But I built a little tiny mini synthesizer one time, and it took me forever. But it was super satisfying once, cool. it, once it was done. I tried um, Keeks. I tried the world's most difficult jigsaw puzzle, which is double sided. Yeah. So it's the same image printed on both sides. So you don't know if like the blue piece you have go- fits uh-uh. on that side Mm-mm. or the other side. I don't need the stress. Actually, that sounds like <laughs> I don't need the stress. I just I've been trying to like try different things so that I can. Yeah, I'm doing them more for like to turn my brain off, not to challenge me. I don't mm. want to be challenged mm. right now. Interesting. Mm. Well, the one so and this is a whole deep dive on puzzles. One that ugh, I really liked uh, was this one, and it comes Ooh. with uh, Ooh. on the back. That's cool. It's like split into six sections, and on the back of the pieces, it'll say like A, B, C, D, E, F. So you can be like, okay, this is the all the A quadrant. So if you want to just a, do it, like a thing I wanted to to buy you that was like a it's like a puzzle organizer. The thing that like it you stacks. Can, you can be like, okay, because I know when I do it, I'm like, okay, this looks like these are all for like the um, Fenway one was like these ones are all fans or like these are fans mm-hmm. facing this way, so these are right side fans. These are, and you're making all these little piles, so it was like yeah. this thing you just put them into the little thing organizers really and cool. you stack them so you have them. And I was like, I should get that for Ashley. But I like that. I've seen one where it's like like a grippy felt, I think, kind of thing, where you can like roll it up and it'll like, and then you unroll it and it's all in the same spot. Yeah. So it's like a space saver essentially, because that's the the problem is, I yeah, don't have a lot of space. Yeah. What do you do with and, them when you're done? You just break them down. Yeah, but not the whole way. I'm too lazy. I'll like fold it as much as I can to just get it back into the box. <laughs> yeah. So it's like 
Just like giant chunks of puzzle. It's like a pizza. It's like a yeah. calzone of a puzzle. I love that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it would just break my so. heart to uh, to break it down. Um, I just, yeah. It's still on my floor. Jay, do you have a random thing you're mad about? Um, I'm really mad at the random people trending on Twitter for no reason. It's been happening a lot recently. I haven't really I checked. I feel like I've just seen Let it out. And I don't have any specific references. Oh. But I've just seen, like, names of people that are, like, on the right side. And if your name is on the right side of Twitter, like, either you did something bad. Or you're or dead. maybe really good or you're dead. Oh. And hey, quiet. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. So stop making random stuff hey. trend. Sorry, so people are trending also upset. She's upset about what you're upset about. Yeah, Myrtle's pissed. Hey, and, and it's not because they did reason. something bad or good or they're dead. It's because they're just no, of nothing. Just like, because I guess there's no news cycles. Mm. Like, people are just like bringing up stuff from five years ago and being like, hey, let's all talk about Chris Evans. And then you're just like, you see Chris Evans, you're like, oh, fuck, what Oh, Chris I think random people like, you know, no, Joe Schmo. No, I'm talking about like celebrities. Yeah, like, and it's just because people are debating like they're... Something yeah. that happened four years ago. And you're just like, stop it. Stop doing that. You don't, mad at you. You don't okay, seem that that's mad. It. I mean, that's, you know, I'm okay, but like I said, I'm having a good week. Next yeah. week might be different. Might be different. Might be, uh, mm. yeah. Hey, Myrtle, stop barking at everything. Right. I'm not mad about anything. Everything's so good. <laughs> All right, so I think that's it for our updates, unless anybody had any. Uh, We're going to get into the actual news and everything happening in all of the sports in a second. But first, today's broadcast is uh, also brought to you by um, Ashley's temper and tantrum. So, uh, (laughs) so Ashley, tell me how you want me to tell the people about um, American tried and true. Wow, that's beautiful. In honor of DJ Swagosaurus Rex, a.k.a. or FKA, DJ Magic the Gathering, FKA, one half of the Power Surgeons. Nice. Could you tell us about... Well well said. (laughs) Could you tell us about this company in the style of Carly Rae Jepsen's um, athletic ticks and talks? Right. um, (laughs) In the style of Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe, Please. Oh, boy. I would love nothing more. Jay, you want me to do disco remix or can I just do no, the regular? No, thank you. Okay. Uh, I think let's save the disco remix for the dance part. Okay. Uh, man, I think I remember how this song goes. People are really passionate about Carly Rae Jepsen, so I hope I don't... Uh... I saw some Carly Rae Jepsen news break before we started What's doing that? this podcast. I guess she just released some B-sides and people oh. are into it. Apparently her music's really good. This was just... This song was like... Not representative of her catalog. The song is incredible. I don't know does it start right there? It does, huh? Yep. All right, let me try that again. It's also super catchy. Hey guys, I know there's a lot going on right now in the world, and we're all shopping online. I just saw that AT&T started doing two really helpful things for those who want to buy a new phone or device online. I'm going way too fast. They're offering fast, free, no contact delivery and curbs I pick up so that online shopping's simple and safe as possible. On top of that, they have a flexible return policy, so do shop at ease. 
So you can visit att.com to learn how to shop online from the, the safety of your home 24-7 and it's subject to change. Restrictions apply. Go to att.com right now, baby. Oh man, it's so sad there isn't more ad read for me to you could just keep, keep going, going with it. The song. No, yes. that's it. It's over. Oh. Um, that's unfortunate. It's tough. Uh, mm. Those um those uh those albatross tricks and times uh ad reads have just they're so short. They are. And they have such short words. Mm. And I I shoved too many into that first verse. <laughs> that was I really enjoyed it though. I bet you did. Man, we should have done a whole song. I, uh, whole, I we'll you know maybe next week I'll just write my own uh, freestyle on what I think about Ooh. American ticks and talks. My brain is broken. <laughs> okay, American uh, ticks and talks. sports, 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 sports. Not with a question mark, with an exclamation point. Uh, first, hockey's the breaking news. Jay, what happened? So I'm just diving into it now. So do you want me to do um, the other sports first while you do that? No, it's cool. I, I just finished, but I just just a caveat. I haven't had a chance to tr- really digest. I think what we knew was that uh, last week the executive board wanted voted to restart the season, and that was almost unanimous. Um, and that the NHL had to work with the NHLPA, which I believe still needs to happen today. Gary Bettman, the commissioner, spoke and. St- basically stated what the phases would be for the plan to bring hockey back and also how the playoff format would work. So we're currently in phase one, which is um, the pause um, due to the pandemic. And then phase two, which would be non-contact skating for players in small groups at team facilities would start as early as early June. So that could be is that next week? You know, the next 10, 10 yeah. days or so. Um, training camps to start uh, no earlier than the first half of July. And then a 24-team playoff, um, including seeding games and playing rounds, would still be determined. But uh, those would take place in two hub cities, and they listed what cities those could be. There's like 10 of them, so I won't bore you with that. But it would be in two hub cities, I guess. And then each conference has a hub city. Each team would be limited to 50 pe- personnel in the hub city, which is really small. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the timings and sites would be determined at a future date. And so then there would be this 2014 playoff format based on the current standings. Um, and that looks like kind of cool, actually, around Robin. So the top four teams are seated, and then they sort of, like, will play against um, teams that make it through a qualifying round. The remaining eight teams play in a best-of-five series to advance to the first round. Um, and so that would mean that, like, I guess there's 12 teams per side. Top four advance on a... By, I guess, eight teams would play a best of five qualifying round. Well, it looks Once like the top in, four a... teams play each other to seed themselves. So it's not oh, like a bye. So I think they to get their first round seeding, they play each other. That's not fair to the Bruins and the Blues, right. but okay. Um, we, uh, but yeah, I guess... And then the remaining eight teams play would... best of five series to advance. So it's like, a, it's kind of a bye because they're not eliminated they're not eliminated, but I guess their seeding would yeah. be. Wow, that's really frustrating um, for the teams that have like really great records, I imagine. But anyhow, then I guess it would be um, pretty typical standard format after that first and second round would be the seeding versus the bracket and the series lengths to be determined. So that means either a five or a seven. They've never done. I mean, they're going to do a best of five in the qualifying round. So I think first and second rounds are best of fives now. So. 
Um, yeah, it says series lengths to be def- determined, but it says yeah. that the qualifying round is best of five. Um, yeah. And that it's the winners from the qualifying round will play the top four seeds in the first round. So it's the top four teams, and then those eight teams will narrow down to four in the qualifying round. So then you've got eight teams total. Yep. And then they would play a conference finals and a best of seven Stanley Cup as usual. Am I stupid? Um, but it says top four teams and then remaining eight teams. That doesn't add up to 24. Well, it's per division. Ah, per sorry, conference, sorry, I should sorry, say. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, um, that would, those would happen on each side of Got the it. conference. I am stupid. And then, the no. Yeah. Um, so as of now, the top four in the round robin would be the Bruins, the Lightning, the Caps, and the Flyers in the uh, Eastern Conference, and the Blues, the Avalanche, the Golden Knights, and the Stars in the Western Conference. Okay. Um, so. And so it sounds like that won't happen back until July. At the earliest, July is when it would start. <laughs> well, um, the training camps saying. can't start till July. The the training camps, but yeah. So I can't imagine that the actual hockey would be played before. Maybe August? Or the second half of July. I don't know. But that's, all right, something, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that they get to finish, or they're going to try to finish the season in any case, because so much of it had already been played, too, you know? Uh, The NBA is talking about doing I'm just going to mute myself. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because you can hear Austin screaming. Oh, but I'm just, I'll keep it on mute until I've got something. But this is big for you. It's Disney World. Yeah, I do love Disney World. Uh, So the NBA. And the MBPA is engaged in discussing whether they can restart the season, not restart, but, you know, start it back up in late July at Wide World of Sports, which is where we were for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, crazy. Um, and they'd make it a single site for all games, all practices, and all housing. Uh, Woj said on Friday that the NBA has a Board of Governors call set for next Friday. Uh, so in a couple days, which is expected to provide additional details on timetable and their plans. So probably what we got today with the NHL, we'd be likely getting maybe with a little bit more detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think that they're going to start recalling players to their markets around June 1st. So that's, you know, next week, a little bit over a week. Um Barring any unforeseen turn of events, NBA owners, executives and NBPA elders, very mm-hmm. fancy, <laughs> Uh, think that Commissioner Silver will greenlight the return to play in June. Games should start sometime before the end of July. And Wendy said on Monday, I really think there's a good chance this is only going to be a 16-team playoff. If that's the case, it opens the possibility for something that Adam Silver has long wanted, which is to seed 1 through 16 in the postseason and go that route. Uh, so there's no excuse with travel or anything like that. That would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially considering we didn't get a, a bracket. For the tournament <laughs> mm. this year, and this would kind of be bracketesque. And yeah. as we all know, mm. if there's anything people like to argue about with brackets, it's that seating. Sure is. It's the, the one yes. part that isn't as consequential as the rest. <laughs> Go ahead, one Ashley. of the issues that um, came up today was their the seventy game threshold that the league is trying to hit. So they have like deals with like the regional TV markets or whatever, where they have to like air 70 games so that they get their <coughs> contract money or whatever. Um, and so the discussion is that they want to hit at least 70 regular season games before they go to the playoffs. And Damian Lillard was like, if that, if we come back to play four more games that are just to so like hit this, hit your whatever, yeah. right. And that means that, like, essentially the Blazers, who are three games out, they're, like, currently the nine seed and they're three games behind the Grizzlies, I think. Um, 
if like we don't have a chance to make the playoffs, like I'll go be with my team because I'm a team player, but I'm not playing. Yeah, but then you're not a team player. Well, it, I know. I think you are. I mean, his in his defense, it's like this is essentially a. a You've been off for so long, getting your body back. Totally, to like I see what I see. His side. Like whatever, and if there's no chance to make the playoffs, like why would you? Well, why but, would you go I through mean, the it, risk for that? It does kind of ignore the fact that they're able to have these big contracts because of those TV deals. Like the money, right. that money isn't just so the league can get their money. Like that's the money. So I think I think Dame's point is like play more than four games. Yeah, don't just do it to get like whatever. Like give people who are in the bubble a real chance to like get in. Because if I don't have a chance to get, I'm not playing. Yeah, because those right. are four opportunities to hurt yourself and miss exactly. out. You know, in future seasons, it's exactly. the thing that we're going to run into with a lot of these leagues, which is like the the desire for sports to come back versus the risk that it is for the athletes who have to play it. And it's, yeah. I also tough. wonder if they could use those, like, however many games you said that they needed to do and set them up as play-in games as opposed to, like, strictly playoff games, and that would satisfy their Maybe. requirement. Maybe. Yeah, I think they're going to have to, like, they're going to have to get as buttoned up as the NHL seems to be with what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it is Which kind of like games at the end week. of the season. I think a lot of uh, guys sit out. But then you wonder if that's going to come in conflict with the rules they have against, like, benching your starters because the NBA is like, you know, Mm -hmm. big on that. I just think there's more, there's even more of a risk of injury um, when you've been off Off for so long. long. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a hoop at your house. That's right. Which is crazy. But I mean, if it's all at Disney, like let's call our bosses and make sure we get rooms. (laughs) Let's go live in basketball world. That'd be yeah, so right. cool. Basketball Island. Right. I mean, I know we all yeah. laughed at Fight Island for UFC, but like this is uh, <laughs> Disney World basketball. <laughs> it's kind of sick. I don't know that there would there would be too much room for for fans. Yeah. There, well, we work. We're not just fans. That's true. We work we're essential personnel. We're essential industry. We must. Somebody must cover it, and we can't industry. risk Doris. We already put her out there and risked her too much. We're one of the NBA's premier podcasts. We cover that league so well and so thoroughly. At length. In depth. In depth. That's true. That's a good point. uh, So we did uh, basketball and hockey. Baseball. um, I think today they approved a plan. The owners approved a plan that they're going to send to the Players Association uh, which will open negotiations on the key economic issues for the season to start by the weekend of July 4th. The plan does not include the same 50-50 revenue sharing split that the owners agreed on two weeks ago that was never submitted to the union. So we've talked about this at length as a baseball podcast. But um, <laughs> at the beginning of all this, there was like an agreement that both sides agreed to. And then the owners, as it progressed, the owners like snuck in this thing about like, oh, it's 50-50 revenue share. And the players were like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what we agreed to. And then the owners were getting mad that the players wouldn't agree to it because we just want our sports to come back um, when really it was the owners were trying to get one over on the players. And so now they took that out. And now they're submitting this yeah. back to the players. So I'm sure there's more analysis on this already because this was just before we started the podcast. But Players Association will take it. And then I'm sure we'll hear... Whether it's a better plan for the players to have a little bit more financial incentive. Yeah. But so the date for baseball, they're hoping it'll start by 4th of July weekend. Um, the date for basketball was what? July? June? Yeah. Late July. June 1st is when they'll start having players come back. And then late July for the games. The date for hockey was probably they'll be at training camps first half of July. So 
just to recap dates. And then football is still on schedule. <laughs> uh, mini camps. Mission accomplished. Yeah, right? Football's just like, well, we weren't supposed to start yet. And that, that's going to catch up to them, I swear. But uh, mini camps, including players, could be scheduled as early as June 15th or as late as June 27th, uh, depending on, you know, COVID-19 data and whether a handful of franchises get a go-ahead signal from state governments. Because that's the other thing. It's like a lot of this was left up to individual states. And so yeah. your team might be based in a state that's choosing to do it this way, whereas this state – I saw today that New Jersey is like, sports are good. Go ahead. Which I was like, okay. Um, yeah. What? Uh, mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, resuming full operations and getting a minicamp scheduled would represent the league's biggest step to date uh, toward keeping the season on track. Uh, J.C. Treder, the uh, president of the NFLPA, who's also a center on the Cleveland Browns, said the union would need to agree to any plan. Today he tweeted, players, our union has not agreed to any reopening plan. Any reports about coming back to work are hypothetical, which I'm sure is making the NFL freak out. Uh, you'll hear from <laughs> the NFLPA when there are new developments. I saw today uh, Stephen Ross, owner of the Dolphins, was like, yeah, we'll be back with fans. We're going <laughs> to the season's going to go on as as usual. That's a bold strategy, Which is like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Even if you think, it just sounded like football's like, yeah, we'll wait till everyone else is done because their seasons were already supposed to have started, but we're not supposed to start till later, so we're going to be fine, which seems incorrect to me. Yeah. Yeah, It seems incorrect to think that you're going to be back totally normal and with fans. I know I'm no expert, but uh, that seems... Again, incorrect. Maybe he was just talking specifically about Miami. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. He's just like, you know, there's no, the rules down here different than everywhere else. Steven yeah. Ross just thinks a second wave is something you surf. I don't think he's <laughs> paying I much think attention. fans at Dolphin yeah, Stadium, if it, is it still Dolphin Stadium? Or socially distanced yeah. anyway. Yeah, so sparse, yeah. It's like, right? not a problem. Uh, and then I guess also soccer is back-ish. Bundesliga resumed. Uh, yeah. Jay, how do you feel about the fake crowd noise? I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest with you. And I've, I've seen a lot of people who are kind of getting into it. I like it. I I think that it's... Um, I like the music, but I don't want to hear, like, fake cheering. Because that just seems not real. But if you have, like, a really great soundtrack that you want to play after somebody are scores a goal Are you trying to petition like that, yourself as the DJ of Bundesliga? What I'm saying, Bundesliga... Is I'm do you want your gathering for... to be magic? Call me. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I'm on the fence. Remember a couple of years ago? I want to say it was FS1. Uh, they experimented with like having the booth be remote, and like you'd call uh-huh. a game from not the game, and people were like, you wouldn't even be able to tell, and you could absolutely tell. Like this is one of those like if you don't know, it might not. I think it makes it feel a little bit more like what we're used to, and a little bit less creepy. But at the same time, once you're aware of it, you're like, oh, it's creepy now. Like you hear the same sound kind of repeated and you're like, no, they're looping a track. I don't like it. Like it's, but you really have to suspend disbelief. The other thing I think is that like, as this continues, especially without fans, like I think that like we're used to certain camera angles because of where the cameras had to be for the stadium. Mm. But now there's actually a really cool opportunity to move some of the cameras into places that we wouldn't, we wouldn't have seen them before and like create views without fans because like, there's nobody there in the front row anymore, so, like, bring a camera down there and, like, give me, like, you know, player shots, like, a lot closer than I've ever seen them before or what have you. That could be a cool way to try to get around the fact that we're not seeing the fans there. Mm. Um, La Liga is coming back June 12th. 
uh, and that'll be an exciting one when it comes back, right? Because Barcelona has a two-point advantage over Real Madrid. And then there's... It's super tight. And there's like five points separating the next five places. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that whole league is pretty tight. So that'll be fun when that comes back. That's June 12th for everybody listening to the podcast, adding all of these to their calendar. <laughs> uh, Premier League was supposed to come back. June 12th was their target, but they're more than likely going to miss that. Um, yeah. They're going to probably push for a Friday date later in the month to restart the season. They're having a bunch of meetings this week to determine time frame for a return. Um, they have contact training. They're like bringing that back, but they have plans for it. It does seem like the season's going to come back. I, there was a point there yeah. where I was like, it's not going to come back. They're not going to agree. But now it seems like it is going to come back. I think it's going to come back. I mean, there's been a bunch of players who have said that they won't come back. Um, I know specifically Nicolo Conte for Chelsea, like, has had health issues in the past and was just like, not going to do it, not willing to risk it. And like, the teams have been really supportive of players who have said that, which Good. I think is really Thank cool. God. Um, but like, for the other guys who want to come back and want to go to training, like, there's been a lot of people started to return to non-contact training. I guess they're starting contact training, um, soon. So. We'll get to see Liverpool win the title. And then, uh, and then the biggest news, of course, the ESPYs, uh, <laughs> will be hosted remotely by Russell Wilson, Megan Rapino, and Sue Bird Woo-woo! on June 21st. Huge. Uh, normally, it's funny because normally, uh, the ESPYs happen on the day where there's no sports. And <laughs> now, ugh, it's maybe, like the day that they all come yeah, back. I don't know. <laughs> so June 21st, three hosts. I don't know how that's going to work because Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird are quarantined together. Well, Russell uh, Wilson's in Seattle too, so they may. I don't try think to that's where they are. The Last I checked, they were in Connecticut. Oh mm. yeah, that's a good point. So I mean, maybe they go back. I don't know. Mm. But um, first time with three hosts. Uh, they're not giving out the regular awards, so I'm sure the internet will have plenty to say about that. Um. Can't wait for the discourse. <laughs> Stay tuned. June 21st. You know, they asked me to host and I was like, I just don't, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> Let Russell do it, you know? Yeah. Mm. He needs a win. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go look it up, there's a picture of Russ and Sierra and Megan and Subert from last year's SBs that I just stared at for like 30 minutes today. Oh, Sierra looked incredible. They all look, you're just like, this is the amount of. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of mm-hmm. a lot it's, of power. It's just nice to look at. A lot of power. Go look it up. <laughs> uh, and then you know, one sport that happened: the match. Oh, oh yeah, the most watched golf event in cable history. <laughs> this is insane. Wow. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I don't know. I, I've said this before. It's a weird thing about me, but it like watching enough of it would have just made me sad. My FOMO works reverse. Than most people, everyone's like, if I don't watch this, everyone's watching it. And I was like, I'm not ready to, to participate fully. It's golf. I don't care as much about it. It's Tom Brady. I'm a little upset. So I was like, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not mm. going to watch all of it. I did see him split his pants. <laughs> you got the, <laughs> you got to see part. it live. That's amazing. Uh, and I saw live the part that I watched was when, uh, Chuck was like talking smack to Brady being like, oh, you're going to be good. Yeah. And then he, uh, and then he birdied a hole. Like he sank the next shot from like the fairway. Yeah. Which was pretty. But he was all over the place just before pretty, that. Yeah, he wasn't very good. But it was fun to watch. Um, the like they they added something to it because I watched the full match last year and was like, oh my god, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't like yeah. it. Uh, but this year was fun. Peyton was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's there was not a lot of cool, crazy, like, there was a lot of cool, like, in-game challenges that they did this year that they didn't do with the Tiger. They raised an insane amount of money. It was $20 million. Yeah. I was like, there's no way this is yeah. real. That's, I mean, that's just yeah. skeptic Katie. But I'm like, watching the, it the go up, I'm like, what? Just, the big check that just said COVID-19 relief with $20 million. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, somebody should legally change yeah. their name to that. Cash that check. <laughs> I think um to Gotta go have back, a big check or else it doesn't count. To go back to Peyton for a sec, I think I was surprised because when we've seen him be funny, it's been in scripted situations. Mm. And you're like, oh, he delivers these lines really well, but I don't think I realized that he was so good like off the cuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're actually a funny dude. Okay. Yeah. I buy this. Also, it's like w- the funniest person in a group of people that aren't really that Great funny. Point. Great point. But, mm. but taking nothing away from him, Peyton is funny. Yeah. Uh, so that was as fun as golf can be. <laughs> that's that's true. I mean, nothing against people who love to watch golf. I know people who are obsessed with golf that are still like, yeah, I can't watch, you know, that much golf. It's not the most <laughs> thrilling thing to watch, even when you're super into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that's sports. Those have been sports. Famously, we go deep on sports. Yeah. And now before we yeah. get to our last voicemail, Jay, I I missed this last week because I was feeding Myrtle, but I know you kind of got one in. But let's do it formally this week. Let's head over to Jay Wolf for our News Francais of the week. De la semaine. Bonsoir. 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 Hi. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> Allô. Uh, I'm uh, Jay Wolf. Uh, oh. I give this uh, news because uh, mostly it is uh, important for all of my French friends out there to hear. Oh God! Uh, the oh. the French dairy industry is uh, it is having a tough time, as we say, my friends. And uh, you must uh, you must go out and you must uh, buy a lot of cheese <laughs> because uh, there's a big stockpile of cheese. So the dairy industry has a they uh, write a letter in the newspaper, Le Monde, and they say, uh, please buy the cheese because uh, we have too much cheese and uh, no one has been eating enough cheese. So it's crazy to me because we knew, you know, we were in France, we love cheese, uh, but uh, you have to buy the cheese uh, in France. More than uh, 60% of cheese sales down wow. in France. Sacre bleu. So that's sacre bleu, exactly. <laughs> well said, Ashley. Uh, also, you know, an additional uh, news around uh, the region. Uh, in Belgium, um, the potato industry is down $130 million, which is a lot. Um, in euro, it's like $100 million. Euro. Okay. And uh, so they need to eat more fries in Belgium. And fries, in Canada, cheese, okay. Potatoes and cheese, no one eating. So poutine, you should be eating poutine. Okay. So... Everybody needs to go back to eating more uh, uh, dairy-based food. Okay. And uh, potato. Okay, thanks. That's the French news of the week. Au revoir. Au revoir. Okay, bonne nuit. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Okay. All right. It's the way you immediately, like, uh, you do the uhs. Uh, I am uh, Jay Wolf. Uh, is he, uh, it's just, oh. I love it. Uh, do we have time for more boys now? Yeah. Okay. Jordan, I'm from North Idaho. Um, my question is, 
if you have a hard time leaving your first job. Um, I'm currently 21. I've spent five years at the same job, and it's kind of rough for me to leave it. So, thank you. Love you, mean it. Bye. Hi, Jordan. Thank you for your question. For everyone who didn't hear, it's Jordan from North Idaho. It's very, it's like specific, but not super specific. specific. It's like, you can say where, but it's the north part. I wonder if they have like a passionate rivalry with South Idaho that I don't know anything about. Mm. I'll investigate later, uh, when I need a wormhole to go down. But Jordan asked if we have a hard time leaving our first job. You couldn't possibly mean like first time, first First time first, he got paid for his job. Yeah, right? He must mean like first occupation? Like camp camp, like not summer job, like first right. full-time job? Well, I mean... Well, I now mean, I want to know what your guys' first job job was. Like first time you got a paycheck job. Uh, I was a dance teacher at my dance studio. Um, I was in ticket sales at Penn. Jay? Oh. Oh, I was a, a, a bag a bag boy at a grocery store. Yeah, like that. I don't think anyone has a hard time leaving that. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong because he's 21. He's been five years at his job. So that means he was 16. 16? Yeah, yes. that's the right man. Um, <laughs> so that, I mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but like maybe it was like a. I could picture it if it's a restaurant job. job. That he grew into, yeah, like a, yeah. Because a, a restaurant job lower. is hard to leave because you walk out that door with cash, and uh, usually there's like camaraderie with the staff and stuff. I know people who were like, when I was bartending, were like, "Oh, I've been here for ten years," and you're like, "Well, they got they didn't leave," you yeah. know. Um, but I don't think I've had a tough time. We'd have, I think, we'd have to know more about the job, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it really depends on what the gig is. Like, have you been working with the same people for five years? That's tough to leave for sure. Just like mm-hmm. leaving like a group of friends would be tough. Cause you say you're going to keep in touch, but you know, you're going to not keep in as much touch at least. And if you like the people, whereas if you hate the people, you're like, peace out. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had a really it's... hard time. I haven't left. I'm still in my first Full-time job. Oh, at ESPN. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's my first. Well, like, I worked for the Eagles, but I was an intern. Yeah. So that doesn't really count. And then this was my first full-time job since I graduated college, and I'm still here. I think my, my, I mean, I did, when I graduated college, I did a bunch of, like, full-time jobs that weren't real. They were just, like, they weren't what I wanted to do. They were just jobs that I had. Like leaving yeah. Equinox was very easy. Um, <laughs> uh, I got out. But, uh, and then all the other jobs I've had since then are like, I don't really get to decide when I, re- when I leave really. Some very contract based. Yeah. Um, and they're hard, but probably for different reasons. But I think it's like not a weird thing to have a hard time leaving a job. That means you like it. Yeah. It's also scary. It's also the weird thing about, like, our parents' generation, it was like, if you were 30 years at the same company, it was like a badge of honor. And now it's like, 30 years at the same company, you've missed out on a lot of raises. If you left and went somewhere else, you could move up, and then you move back, and then you, you know what I mean? Tell me about it. Yeah. But, like, uh, of course it's rough. It should be rough. Uh, it means, but the good thing is that means you love what you do, or you love those people, and you should think about, Jordan, what it is you're going to miss that much about that job and try to hopefully find a job that has those same things in it. You know? Because sometimes I forget, like, I get upset about leaving something 
And then I go get something else and I forget to re- to have learned from that experience. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, who I work with does matter to me. So I shouldn't go work somewhere and be like, I'll get over that. Like learn from what was a bummer about leaving this job when you're looking yeah. for your next job. I think with a new job, whether it's a good job or a bad job, you can learn from it either way. Yeah. Same with a relationship. Totally. It's either like, here's something I like and I know that I definitely want going forward. Here's something I do not like and I never want to deal with again. Mm. Yeah. So if you approach it as like an opportunity to just get smarter and figure out more about yourself and what you're looking for, it's a little less scary. Yeah. That's good advice. Thanks. From the one who still has her first job. Well, you've done different jobs within the same company. Within the job, yeah. God, my career path within ESPN is insane. It's crazy. You're a loyal lady. Mm. Just like Myrtle. It's it's that free entrance to Disney World, man. Can't replace it. Can't get, can't turn it down. Once you had the kid, it's like, well, what? I'm going to leave now. I'm not going to leave now. Yeah, right? No, no way. No way. All right, guys. That's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to State Farm and, um, Austin's t-shirts and toiletries. (laughs) AT&T. And shout out to ESPN Daily with Mina Kimes, our favorite. You can get a dose of Mina Kimes every day with the most up-to-date sports news, stories, and deep dives. You know, they're, they're pretty sports related. Not as sportsy as this podcast, but they do try. (laughs) <laughs> they try. Yeah. And it's good to call those people out too. Yeah. You know, make sure that they feel like they're being supported. Right. And she she tells you what day it is, which I find to be very valuable. So go get that wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, and a big thanks to you guys for listening now. And then, you know, this is a long one. So maybe just one other time. Um, yeah. Or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you listen to this podcast. <laughs> in times like these, in these trying times, in this difficult time. That's really helpful because we read them and we love them. Like this one from AZD1994 that says, I absolutely love this podcast. I listen to it every day and recently decided to go back and listen from the beginning because I'm good at making decisions. Every episode is amazing, but I'm always more excited when the episode is some kind of bracket and exceeds two hours. Jay, did you write this? (laughs) I did not. not. I have noticed people love when these are long and they get upset when it's like my dog that makes them shorter. But it's like, also, I'm in the main room of my house and I cannot do these for four hours because... Dan was trying to put groceries away, and I got mad because I'm doing a podcast. And that's not fair because groceries need to be put away. Anyway, lastly, don't forget <laughs> that you can always leave a, a voicemail at 860, I guess, 506-5571. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Say goodbye, Myrtle. She thought it. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.